This is Jones' world. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Jones' world. I'm here with my co-host, Sean, a.k.a. King David. And, and Dante, a.k.a. I forgot my a.k.a. today. Well, you always do, Dante. You've never had a good one. In fact, you've always had I a had very... A good it's one always been terrible. No, I had a good one today, and I just happened to forget what, what it was. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. I just totally blanked. I just blanked. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this has been a, a weird week, so... This has been a crazy it, week. It, fe- it feels like it's just been kind of nutso uh, all around because we've had a lot of uh, a lot of crazy things going on. Well, this is the week that Bitcoin kind of crashed and then uncrashed. Yeah. So, Which, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we had we had like a bunch of events kind of going on throughout the week. Uh, I, I guess kind of the, the, the first thing that kind of went on was, I think it was Tuesday. Right. We had uh, like... In the morning, like midday, like Bitcoin cash price going up, and then Coinbase, uh, like essentially launched their supportive, so everyone got their Bitcoin right. cash. The Bitcoin and cash thing is hilarious, by the way. Like, did you? I mean, that that thing pumped. Yeah, it shot up to like Dude, like on there. It was eight thousand bucks for a little while. Yeah, well, it 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 pumped up to that on. I think it was GDAX. GDAX, right? yeah. And then they and then they they stopped sells for Bitcoin cash, and it. People were like accusing Coinbase of essentially insider trading uh, Bitcoin Cash because uh, I guess like it, it just it just seemed like this was like a known thing that was coming and then people started trading on it that day or whatever buying it up I don't know but like it it, it was like a whole day of like everybody getting this Bitcoin Cash and like uh, the price shooting up and then uh, Coinbase just kind of locking things and uh, people have been just talking about Coinbase. All week, right? So, so for, a bunch of, for a bunch down. of reasons, we're gonna talk about that. A lot right? Today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yeah. it's a, it's a Coinbase episode. Yeah. It yeah. Kinda, yeah. yeah. So they locked it down. Does Does that mean that no one was able to access, or just anybody who had special? I I, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm wondering who got. I'm, you know, who, I'm just who sold proffering a conspiracy theory. Yeah. No, I I have no idea who was able to sell for that price, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm curious as to know. I, I think there's. I I don't know. That's. It, Someone's out there like very happy that they sold their Bitcoin cash for eight thousand bucks. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> they probably bought it right back afterwards. Oh my god! Yeah, well, there was a uh, on Reddit. Some person had allegedly Just posted that Coinbase is adding Bitcoin cash like right. today or or within the next couple of days, as if they knew. And they even said, uh, "I heard this from my friend right. who works at Coinbase." And so they didn't really keep Reddit it locked down. That's the thing. I mean, this is like to Isabella. Well, Isabella Kaminska will often say, like, I've, I've talked to her about Coinbase a number of times, and mm-hmm. she likes to like make the point that they've that they wanted to be the Goldman Sachs of like Bitcoin, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's I think that's a fair point. They, they they lack the liquidity and the expertise to do it though. Wow. <laughs> so I mean, this is the thing. Like, they're they're going to release a thing on their platform. Um, they're it's not it's not like a boiler room though, or at least you'd, you'd think it wouldn't be. Um, so they're I don't know they're fucking themselves. Well, you know, um, Th- they're operating this way without a license. They they don't have like a broker dealer license. 
They don't, right? I don't think so. I think that they're I don't like, know what like what they have. Do you remember when they do you remember when they rolled out their like their like we are licensed in every state thing and then a number of states were like, Oh no, you're not you're not licensed here. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that kind I of I don't know what kind like, of license they have though. I I don't know that it is like I don't think they have I think they have like a FinCEN license or something like that. Well, that would be the main one that they would need to have and then they would have to have one for every single state. You know, I, I couldn't possibly I couldn't possibly know what they need in terms sir. of like specific licenses though. I'm but sure they need a lot state, more than that. Every state has uh, you know a money service business like Yeah, that. I'm sure that they need like th- like money service what MS MS licenses or whatever they are. Right. Um but like MSB, MSB license. Yeah. yeah. So I mean I, I know that I'm sure that they need one of those. Um but I mean there's if they're going to be a bank or like if they're going to be basically like a a uh, an iBank I mean, I, I'm sure that there's a lot more regulation that they have to comply with than what they're complying with. And I'd put money on it. Mm, yes. Maybe. I mean, see, I, I'm not sure what would uh, what would have to occur for, th- for it to be considered that they're operating like a bank. I mean, they're holding your cash. Right, but so does um, <coughs> Western Union, right? It's, it's so different. Western Union is moving your cash, and then they, right. on the other side, they give it to you. And I would say this, that, like, Western Union isn't a bank. They, don't hold, they have banking relationships. Western Union has your money in a bank. Western Union itself is not a bank. Right, right. Yeah, it's no, I get it. It's very uh, different. I, but so, so They're not did, custodians of the funds. Did, did, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time you talk about stuff like that, it just it makes me laugh. Uh, you know, because it refers to other things. So oh, okay. we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> hey, by the way, speaking of Bcash, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, the last thing in the world that I ever considered doing would, would be to do anything with it, you know? As far as transactions or uh-huh. what have you, but I recently uh, had to do a you know very small like under fifty bucks, kind of a utility style transaction, right? Where? Oh, it was just on uh, you know one of the VPN uh, networks. Right? Ah, okay. All right, so so I went. All right, well, let me go ahead and you know pull the trigger on this one. And uh, so the choices were, of course, you know you had. PayPal and you had Apple Pay and you know maybe other credit cards or things that I don't even look at so I don't remember seeing them I kind of blanked them out like as if they're bannerets you know <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so in any case um, I'm looking for the option for BTC mm-hmm. not there and I said well wait a minute oh and they only accepted BCH it was like very disappointing right well that makes sense though but you know it's like well you know well. I, I don't mind getting rid of a little bit of that. <laughs> well, it's it's weird um, because I, I was I was using isn't that isn't that Gresham's law by the way that bad money uh, drives out good money, good money because yeah because like well, uh, people are willing to spend the good money or the bad money. That's kind of like the conversation because yeah. like what like let me get rid of this. What happens if people are spending Bitcoin Cash right now and they want to and like like I, I, I we we've talked about this a lot. Like I, I don't I don't really I wouldn't bet in the long run on Bitcoin Cash, but like. I don't like right now. It's just kind of this weird thing where you have the Bitcoin fees themselves extremely high. I guess like relative to like, you know, what people are wanting to. Everyone's talking about how high the fees are. Right. Um, I mean, and they're, and they're I fucking get high as fuck. They are, and like that's just kind of part of Bitcoin. And there's scaling solutions on the way. It's down the road. Right. Right. But well, uh, but 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 the, the, the current state of things is that like some people are kind of looking at Bitcoin Cash more and more to like use as a payment mechanism. Well, that was the whole. I, I was trying to buy something on Gift. Yeah. Right. Right. That's uh, their that's their plan. Well, their that's scheme. Right. I know. I know. What they're doing on uh, on Gift because uh, they use BitPay. Right. BitPay right. won't let you. Bit, BitPay only allows invoices at a minimum of a hundred dollars. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. again, like makes, it's yeah. like yeah, the the the, 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 Bit- the Bitcoin fees are absolutely horrendous right now. 
Um, they're very, very high. It's very difficult. Like you can use Bitcoin to hold, uh, and if you want to sell it, you're going to pay a lot of money to get it into an exchange. You know, a perfect analogy to that is uh, there's a lot. Of, there are a lot of stores that you walk into, and they say minimum purchase uh, X dollars for using your credit card. I, I don't think that's an, a, a very good analogy, though. Well, like, like th there's. Like th there's reasons for that. I mean, like the, the the credit card fees don't have congestion issues, right? They're no, I don't mean for congestion reasons. I'm saying that 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 merchant will say, "Listen, it's not worth me paying whatever their fee is and whatever they need to do to do a, tr a you know a credit card transaction, sure. including the inconvenience, you know, including managing it and whatever they have to deal with, and they're you know they're paying a percentage and all that sort of thing. It's like, look, we're not even going to bother if it's a transaction that's less than 10 or $20. Sure. Well, so I get similar that. in well, that sense. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, kind of. I mean, like, in this, in this, generally, though, like, merchants aren't pricing their products such that they would lose money on those smaller transactions. Um, it's just that they're being a little greedy often. Uh, you can generally find a merchant that will sell the same thing for the same price without, like, that, you know, restriction. Bitcoin fees now, though, are, like, what, $17 a transaction? If not higher. Yeah, if, if not higher. If you have, like, a large transaction of any sort. Yeah. Um, it's crazy, and you're kind of like for some of these wallet. Like for, I did something on my Selenium yesterday, and they kind of set the fees. You, like you know, you, they kind of give you like the recommendations. And I always think my Selenium, like I feel like it, their, fee, oh. their fee rates higher than uh, than what it what it what it probably needs. Right. To Check be. but it's I'll still it's still pretty higher. You just reminded me of something. Um, <coughs> there is this thing, and and I think we may end up, um, you know, once our Professor uh, starts uh, giving us uh, his, uh, you know, tutorial lesson. Whenever that happens, uh, we'll probably learn a little bit more about this. But there, there is this thing uh, called an accelerator that uh, BTC.com has, and it's a transaction accelerator. This is really similar to something that I heard Josh talking about a couple of years ago, where eventually people would have some kind of a relationship directly with the miners they might have a an account something where the miners will look for their transaction and give them extra priority so l let's say if you send a transaction you you know you have your uh, tx id and you can then go to btc.com mm -hmm. and down at the bottom of the page you'll see where it says accelerator you can put in that uh, transaction id and it will give you an estimate Oh, look at this. I have it right price. here. It's uh, ha yeah. it, uh, a thing little pops up. Push, push tx.btc.com. Right. And, and, and uh, Fuyi from btc.com wants to talk to me. It, it will, yeah, yeah, it's a little bot. So it'll, it'll accelerate your <laughs> transaction because in addition to the transaction fee that you have on your transaction, you're going to pay them extra, and they're going to look for your transaction and then stick it into all of their blocks that they're attempting to... Uh, too close. Too this weird. is hilarious. Like uh, they have a guy come up and says, "Hi, have you have a look around? Let us know if you have any questions." Yeah. So I said, "Hey, do you want to come on our podcast and talk about this accelerator?" Yeah, it says, uh, and <laughs> and it says, says I'm it says, offline. It says BTC.com typically replies in under five hours. Right, right. So right, maybe right. maybe by the time the show is like coming to an end, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have an answer. We'll have yeah. <laughs> we'll know. We'll know. Yeah, it's it's about funny. the same length as our show. Yeah. Very very convenient. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that's very funny. Uh, so that's. I mean. I see that here. I see that with Via BTC also has like a, a transaction accelerator or confirm well, uh, accel accelerator of some sort. So I'm seeing right. a few of these. I don't know exactly what they're doing, but like it, it makes sense if they uh, looking for people who are like more aware of what's going on. Right, right. And and so 
event, and, and we and talked about this a lot. And rewarding you for it. But yeah, I mean, so it's almost like you can go to the miners directly, and they will give you a speed pass, like uh, when, when you go to Disney. Right, you know? which is great. Or Epcot. or uh, Confirm my transaction, bro. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just think it's it's amazing to me. Like they're uh, like I mean, but like have you have you? I see these questions on Twitter all the time. Like how many how many Bitcoin transactions do you do on average in a month? Most people are like less than one, right? One to <laughs> like one to two. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I feel like I, I feel like putting like three or four means that like you're just buying copious amounts of heroin or something like that. Yeah. But like yeah, it's not like. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm uh, speaking of copious amounts of heroin. Uh, we have a good friend who is. Is he ready? He's ready to go. Oh, so I think he's locked and loaded. Okay, let me uh, let me uh, let me <laughs> let me have uh, him come let's on. Let's right see now. if we could. We're going to bring a guest online, which is Dan. Special, special, special. Not a surprise, just Dan. <laughs> special uh, guest. How do I fucking call on this Telegram shit? Dante? I think what you do. Oh, uh, let me do it. I can't do. There's a little telephone. There's a little telephone. I yeah, don't but you got to click. You got to click the guy's profile. Call. I see it. Yeah, oh, yeah. there we go. Okay, here yeah. we go. Get him on the phone. Right. Plug him into the unit. You know, he's already plugged in. His unit's like right now. Okay, he so here we go. In? He's yeah. plugged in. I, yeah. Oh wow. So prepared. So we're getting we're getting droplets. Is Dan? Dan might be on right now. We just can't hear him. Dan, are you talking? Uh. Can you hear me now? Oh, I can. Uh, yes. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Hey. That's very sexy. There you are. Yeah, that's all right. great. All right. Let's get him all, his levels all perfect. You know. They're good, Dan. They're good. I can keep talking if you it can helps. Talk. You can talk. You're can just fine. Me? You're just fine, Dan. All right. So we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, like, uh, what? Counterparty Dante? Is that what? Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's why we That's why we have the special guest on. <laughs> all right. Well, so, so I guess... Uh, Hi Dan, and what 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 uh what do you guys what's going on in Counterparty? Like what what's happening? There's no there's no inter- let's let's introduce this first. So like this week yeah. has been like a week of drama in Counterparty. There's like a ton of a ton of uh, discussion about like a number of the, the the members in Counterparty are talking about moving Counterparty to Litecoin, and when confronted about this, they're denying that the conversations are happening. Um, so if you're not familiar with Counterparty, what Counterparty is is it is a really cool little protocol that lets you put assets onto Bitcoin. Um, using basically Bitcoin outputs, right? So it's you. You can. It's it's essentially what the Ethereum uh, tokens are, but the it, ERC twenty, the ERC twenty tokens. But it takes very little money and all and zero time to make one of these. And uh, once you've made it, it's yours forever. It's on the blockchain. It's a token just like the ERC twenty tokens, and it doesn't require any development. There are wallets that accept them and can hold them just like Bitcoin. They use Bitcoin addresses. It's a really neat protocol. If you haven't checked it out. Um, I, that said, given the conversation today, I think that we're, I, I, I'm not going to easily advocate for it, uh, going, <laughs> going into the future, but okay. So Dan, Dan and Dante have, uh, been working with the project this year. Oh, um, yep. For a couple of years. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, uh, and I think I, I've, I've always been more of an observer of the project. Uh, Dan is a developer. Yeah. Oh, D- Dan's kind of a developer. Dan, you're kind of a shitty developer, right? I don't think so. I can neither confirm nor deny if whether or not I'm very hungover right now. He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. not the only one. He was at a, he, he, well, full disclosure, you you were at a at a wedding. Dan? Uh I don't I don't like to tell oh. people online uh where I'm located. So. I didn't right. say where yeah. you were located. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, it so it was a justice of the peace down the hole. Right. So you. so da, 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 why don't you talk a little bit about the conversation that you had this week uh, in <clears throat> Counterparty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, so what's what's really really weird is <coughs> prior to the conversation, <coughs> there was a lot of chatter in all of the channels where Dan was being accused of being a conspiracy theorist, and you know, uh, yeah, sure, it's the Illuminati talking about you know moving you know to we all uh, like the illuminati uh, you know whether it was whether it was moving to bcash or whether it was to you know move over to litecoin so those were a lot of the so discussions the questions being posed were whether they were going to move counterparty to bcash or litecoin yeah. and not keep it on the original bitcoin network it, it, because because frankly of these fees we're talking about is what they're exactly okay. right so uh, dan uh, you know had dug a little bit deeper on a lot of these things and uh, it turns out well it <laughs> First of all, it turns out, well, let me talk about my initial <coughs> conversation. So my initial conversation made it really clear that I was one of the primary dissenters in terms of uh, any idea about sure. moving away from the Bitcoin blockchain, right? Sure. So <coughs> somewhere along the line, uh, y you had some of these other folks, you know, some of them are paid, you know, paid uh, developers, and you know, getting involved at a level that they're not getting paid to be involved. Sure. In. And you have uh, other people who are not even quote unquote members of the foundation. You know, looking to you know, it's like the tail wagging the dog, sure. right? So, so you know, like w their only role is that they're the person holding so all of the funds. I'm gonna re the, I'm gonna rewind yeah, this yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, back. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. so D Dan, this actually this whole like counterparty mess started when you started knocking around in the code, right? Yeah, um, I, I'm a little, I'm still a little annoyed that Dante Docks said I was at a wedding. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to overlook that. I'm going to look past you doxing me. Um, See, I, I didn't, I, even, I, um, thought I, you, also, I thought you were no also, longer at a wedding. Okay, <laughs> never mind. I, I, also, I, I also want to um, argue from the position of a conspiracy conspiracy theorist. I'm sure, with that, sure. Those terms. Um, that's fine. I'm happy with those terms. Um, and my my gender pronouns are they and them. Okay, um, <laughs> we we refuse to be so. compelled to use uh, speech here on the show. So, uh, are you so 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 you started knocking around in the code and you right yeah, now? I, I, can, I can go through. Sure. Okay. So you you met in the late the last week has been maybe the most um, eventful, the highest crescendo, the highest crescendo so far. Of course. However, it, it's been sort of like um, like a cat and mouse for the last two months um so i i've been working at a full-time job lately and i and I just as a guy and kind of not involved with crypto and then you know i just i was like you know what i mean maybe, maybe i'll take up a counterparty again as like a sort of a hobby project because that's what you know developers do is they develop full-time with a job and then their hobby is to keep coding right, <laughs> right. which is a weird thing about developers, I guess. But for me, like, I was like, oh, I'll just take this on as a hobby. So I, pr I proposed um, a change to Counterparty. Um, in Counterparty, there is what's called uh, Counterparty Improvement Proposals, which is very much like a BIP. So it's just like, a, they call it a SIP, but it just like a Bitcoin has improvements, uh, Counterparty can have improvements. So I was, I was going through the process of proposing one, which is just a matter of saying like, hey, I think this is like a, something worth doing um and then there's like discussion and you get some consensus then maybe you do it maybe you don't right so that's how i understand uh open source development to work is that uh anyone else have contrary opinions about how open source development sounds works? sounds right to me 
in in Bitcoin, in and Bitcoin, so, you usually get paid a huge amount up front to to do stuff, though. <laughs> <laughs> so that's um, that, that's that you're forgetting so, that part. But this is just the early germination. Is I I suggested that um, I think we allow their people to register three letter asset names. Uh, right now, you can only register four to twelve letters. So uh, words like oh I don't know shit through um you couldn't do encyclopedia but <laughs> for example you can't you can't do ass and you can't do encyclopedia right um or maybe you can't i don't know how many letters are encyclopedia it's a lot i, I suggest that we do we, we do three letter asset names um largely because it's like a simple change and uh i knew that i could make that simple change um you, you so were already I, testing I it right up. you you were testing it on testnet yeah, I, I coded it up and I tried it on testnet and it works. And um, I mean, it's not full, fully done, but it's like, you know, technically possible. And what was interesting was that um, right away, um, someone named J-Dog commented and said, like, <laughs> I, I strongly oppose this. I would reconsider my commitment to the project if this thing happened. Um, this we you can't just push through changes. And I assume that Dan's working on a counterparty fork. Right. And I was like. This is a weird response. <laughs> well, I mean, it went, it went, it, it sounds, it sounds like it went from like zero to a thousand uh, in like half a second. Yeah. I, I mean, he was like, you're trying to jam through a change. And I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is weird. It's, t- it's so touchy I for some reason. asking about that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I show up just to see, try to get involved. And it's like, not only like, are it's like, not, not just like, eh, this is ideas, like whatever. It's more like, not only is this idea bad, it's dangerous. <laughs> right. So what were the reasons that the idea is dangerous? Because like, what's funny to me is that like in, in Bitcoin, we went we had one megabyte blocks. We still have one megabyte blocks. And we've had a, a, like a two-year discussion as to whether we should have two megabyte blocks. Um, and a large part of that is that there's like this sort of like need for, uh, you know, rolling out hard forks um, that makes it very difficult to just have, uh, you know, make make you know, bigger blocks. In addition to that, there's like a lot of uh, extenuating circumstances, like how, how will relays react? How many relays will drop off as a result of having two megabyte blocks? Um, you know, how does it affect the network is, is like a very important question that's asked. So like, was there analysis done as to how this would affect the network or was it just feelings or what, like what happened here? Um, there's a, a few, the first, cause so I, I basically, the first uh, argument against it that was rolled out was, um, don't you think that if we allow this, that somebody will register LTC and ETH and scam people who don't know that ETH token on a counterparty is not Ethereum? Um, and I was—I just said, no, I'm not—I'm not concerned with that. Uh, I don't think that's a protocol level concern. Um, I mean, for example, I own IOTA and Zcash on counterparty. Right. Uh, I just don't think it's like a concern for me. Um, and so the, then the next argument that was deployed, because this is the thing too, is like the, the argument keeps changing. So the next argument that was deployed was um, this, ad, this adds little to no value to the, there's like basically no value here, no value add. Right. Which I replied with like, I, you know, I, I think it does add some value because it's, it's kind of a, a neat opportunity for this project that's existed for four years to like someone to come along now and get like a great name. Um, right. The, the, you, you don't have to be early. You just have to be here now four years later to get a good name, which is kind of cool. Right. 
Um, okay, so um, is, why did the original founders not do three-letter assets? Do we know that? Because Robbie, no, Robbie's around. Adam Krellenstein like is contactable, but I'm, I mean, I, I know it's it's always been kind of a I think a little bit of a black box as to why that was a rule. Um, my my guess on that, and I don't I I can can't confirm this is um, I think they just figured like. Because if you take, you can calculate how many combinations there are. So there's probably like 16 to 17,000 three-letter names, and there's something like 500,000 four-letter names. And so um, not having that sort of rareness um, is, I think, was preferable because they didn't want someone just to take them all. Right. I think. There's no way to really um, know though what their reasoning was. They reserved the the letters XCP. We know that. Sure. But we don't know well, why, you know, why they cared about. Well, that is that is an asset name essentially. It's the only three letter right, asset on the network. Right. So. Is there another one, Dan, it, other than XCP? Well, B, B, BTC is reserved because the way that the the database works, you need to have those reserved for balances per balance purposes. Right. Right. So that those are the only Anyways. two. Right. Anyhow, so so, so this... I don't know. The, I don't. I don't. I, it's, it's one of those things. that's like. Uh, I don't know. I also don't know if it matters. Um, right. So that that happened sorry. about two months ago, right? Yep. And then uh, th let me get into the the next argument that I think gets us to where we are now. Um, so then, then J Dog said, "Well, you know, imagine that counterparty <laughs> is now um, a pluggable chain, and um, w like we need to have." ETH or LTC available, so that or reserved, I mean, so that we can, um, similar to how BTC and XCP are reserved, you can't have anyone owning ETH if we're going to be a pluggable chain on ETH. And I was like, oh, that's that's an interesting argument. Um, what's a pluggable chain? And so <laughs> then I found out. So then I found out that there's this thing called SIP16 pluggable chains, which has a concept of basically making counterparty like metronome in that it's like across multiple chains or something like that okay and what would counterparty so, write write things into every chain or would those balances be stored on on bitcoin encrypted somehow so uh, so basically counterparty the way it works is there's data in a blockchain and the federated node reads it and computes it and sure. so in theory that could be done on other chains too. Well, in theory, um, it could be the, done on multiple chains at once, even right? Isn't that is, that's kind of the idea of the pluggable chains? Is you could do it on like Bitcoin and also be validating on uh, on Ethereum, etc. But I would think you'd have to well, write was, those that, transactions that somewhere. Like yeah, so so I so my first so I was like okay, like because uh, I, I like my idea and so I want to address all the arguments. Right. And so I was like okay, like so where is um like tell me more about this pluggable chain idea. And and I was like, because I think it sounds like a hard fork. Like this seems like uh, not a basic change. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. And so they they were like, it's not being discussed anywhere. And I was like, okay, why is it on the roadmap? Uh, <laughs> if it's not being discussed, it just got anywhere? on the roadmap, but nobody talked about it. It just appeared. And and it, I feel a little bit like Paul Sports because like uh, what happens <laughs> for him is 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 he argues in favor of drive chains and then people like have take issue with him over it. But right. They, they sometimes they like have like secret reasons they're not willing to share. <laughs> right. 
Well, that, that's, like, that seems to be, there. yeah, that's, <laughs> it's true. There's, there's these other, I mean, like, that's, that's what we're going to talk a little bit later about, like, uh, Coinbase, too. Like, that's, that's exactly, uh, that, that's so common in the space is that somebody will have, like, either an alternative agenda, an ulterior motive, um, or just, like, they have their own interests or someone else's interests, and they don't, they're, they're like, being, uh, I don't know, libertarian conspiracist about it. Um, and it gets very frustrating to have these conversations. So you, 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 you talked about the pluggable chains. Um, what, what are the, when this is not a thing that anyone has ever discussed, it's just, it's some guy wrote a sip about it. Probably J dog, right? Is it J dog? Uh, no, this, this guy named trigger Raider or John Villar, he, he had wrote a sip and it's, it, and the sips like, I think it's from September or something. So it had been around for a while, but it's on the roadmap, but it's just sort of, you know, it, it was just strange to me to have this deployed. And then when I was like, where can I read about this discussion? Cause you know, usually like on, in Bitcoin, there's a dev list. And if you want to see the history of a discussion, you can just like keyword search the archive, right? It's not unusual to like want to look at the existing discussion, but they right. kept saying, there's no, there's no discussion. There's no discussion. You're being very dramatic. Right. <laughs> and I was like, well, I was like, well, it sounds like a hard fork. So I, I don't, I don't, feel like that's a dramatic thing to ask like where's the discussion about it well i mean and so the and then, history of bitcoin has been to have fairly open discussions as well I, I think that like btcers our btc would like to would would take a lot of issue with that characterization but for the most part bitcoin's been very open in terms of the discussion uh, the developers have been in terms of the discussions that have been had um with the exception of like the bruce fenton experience um but yeah like there's even that like they're they're they're, they're showing transcripts of now right so um with the chatham house rules but that that said like yeah I don't, I, uh, what 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 it sounded I, like to I, me I, then I, is there's a bunch of discussions that are happening not in front of people here though so you've you're the, the allegation was that there's a lot of backroom dealings and discussions that are in fact happening isn't that isn't that the case uh yeah so that's what i, I what ha so i keep banging on this pluggable chains and you know then i just started engaging with it as like you know like let's let's consider that as an idea um and the reason that it's such a ludicrous and crazy idea is that to um to validate multiple chains you have to be running multiple full nodes right hell yeah um like what would that tech stack look like oh it would be it would be um, ridiculous then, the counterparty the counterparty tech stack would run on nobody on, on one person's computer <laughs> be, and then um that would be nice and then think about like yep. Think about Light, Litecoin has like two minute block times, I think, um, and Bitcoin has like ten minute block times. So, how if how like how do you reconcile like the transaction ordering without proof of work? Magic. You know what I mean? So there would be there would be a, a trade to buy on Litecoin, and there would be an, a trade to sell on Bitcoin, and and you could front run on Litecoin very easily. Um, but what do you do for the ones that are like at the same time? It's like you can't use the block height. That doesn't make sense. You can't use the block times because those aren't trustworthy. Those are like uh, very different in terms of their accuracy. Uh, it, it just doesn't make sense. Like, like how do you? There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of like weird attack vectors in the idea itself. Are you saying so? Like, was the idea essentially that they could you could even like swap Litecoin for Bitcoin decentralized in this way? There, they, I mean, the idea is like, we, 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 I could send, I mean, tech, technically, you could create a mess. You could say, um, 
I want to send, you know, counterparty tokens to this Litecoin address. And like, if if the stack was set up to do that, like you could do it. But um, that would get, that would get really reconcile. that would get really really strange because you'd have two people owning the same uh, assets for a little while. Well, all right. So Dan, tell them what happened no. when when you started to ask critical questions like this, and you started well, like peel, peeling back the well, onion. What occurred? Well, I mean, they dropped the idea of pluggable chains because I was like, that doesn't make sense technically. Right. Um, I think what's happening is they want to have counterparty on other chains for lower fee reasons, and they're looking for any way to do it. Um, and so pluggable chains was their first get attempt at it. But, um, you know, you need proof of work there. There's so this, no, it, it, you just need it. This is nothing. This is literally to appease the rare Pepe community. I'm not sure what I, I mean. Part of me just thinks that it's like a good pamp. They're looking for a good pamp. Um, and Which so, I feel like we've like already cross, had. It's like thirty dollars now. Uh, atomic cross chain swaps is like that's a good pamp probably. Um, but technically, um, the way that implementation was, it's just bunk, bogus. Like just I can't believe it's even, it was even considered. And so when I brought you know when I brought it. You know, in front of people, and we discussed it. You know, it was it was pretty clearly a bad idea. Right. That's okay. You know, so that's, so that's, so then that, that's the benefit of talking about things in the public. Right. So then so like now we're ideas. yeah. Well, of course. So now we're here, um, and this week was even weirder. And it sounds like there are number a number of members of the foundation that are in fact now discussing moving the entire project over to like Litecoin or something like that. Well, the problem what? I think was that pl pluggable chains was on their roadmap, and it was like they wanted it like in six months from now, and they didn't want anyone to talk about it until then. And then I started talking about it, and then it, I kind of sunk a hole in it. And um, so then they were like, "Okay, we still want to get kind of party on other chains. How do we do it?" And they came up with other ideas where um, now they're trying to do like um, they're like, "Let's just have it be." They're calling it like an extension, like we'll just have counterparty on bitcoin as is but there will also be on litecoin and it will just be like this low level low security option but they'll both work together somehow that said while that's happening as i've talked to a number of the foundation members um the conversation itself is being denied as ever having happened oh yeah no of course it's it's very strange well it's funny because they go with denial 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 and then i'll be like but what about this? And now, and then once I bring like the secret knowledge to the public, they're always like, well, everyone always knew that. Right. <laughs> this is, this has been my public position always until like, you know, come on. It's, it's very funny. It's a, it's a really weird tactic that keeps happening. So, so Dante, you're, you're, or you have been at least uh, viewed as a member of this like a uh, board of people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's weird, <laughs> man. It's, re it's really weird. Like I, now so, I'm, so I'm not even sure because I the whole, the whole what's thing. What's your role in all of this? The you, whole thing feels like people. It feels like it's all larping. It, 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 it is, is like LARPing. it's like a real fake uh, foundation. That's always the case. This is Bitcoin. You know. <laughs> 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 did, you get, did, you, did you get into be Mister Important? <laughs> it, it, no, it's bizarre because you know in the beginning I started asking questions. Yeah. You know, because I got kind of pulled in late yeah. later and blah blah blah. It was like, well, you were runner up and. 
you know, the the founder. So you got you got you got voted in to be in in the foundation. Right. There you go. Okay. So now what do we do? Let's have some discussions. Let's have some meetings. Can I look at the minutes? From the previous meeting, so and, and I you're know finding what's out, happened. You're finding There's out no that minutes. they've they've literally never done any they've saving of minutes. Never had any. So there's no way to know anything about the history. And then Dan, Dan found some bylaws. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm talking about. Can yeah, you, can um, you talk about that, Dan? Well, so basically, well, yeah, basically what um what's happening right now is that the fees in Bitcoin <clears throat> are up. And everything that happens in Counterparty mostly requires a Bitcoin transaction. Pretty much everything. Basically, every time you click save in Counterparty, you have to send a Bitcoin transaction, which costs a fee. And so there are people using Counterparty um, for things where the value of those tokens is, is low. So unless they're transferring like tranches, I love that word tranche. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not worth it. You know. Uh, and so. Well, know, and the and the UI kind of sucks. Either. It doesn't tell you exactly what you're like spending there. Yeah, and it's not unprecedented either. Like, I mean, there was Satoshi dice in the, in, back in the day. Like, sometimes things are only feasible just by random chance, not by design. Like, I gotta, I gotta say, what's what's really funny to me is, uh, is, is that like. People have been saying that the fees are going to break the network and that it's disgusting and that it's terrible. And yet now here we, that was that was when fees went from like three cents to like fifteen cents, <laughs> and now here we are. Fees are like seventeen dollars, and the network keeps chugging along. <laughs> yeah, you fuck everybody. I mean, I, I, from, for, for, from my perspective, like I, I agree that high fees are, are an issue. I think they should be mitigated. And there's a number of ways to mitigate them. Like for example, I'm becoming a big proponent of uh, the creation of Pepeloniex. Pepeloniax is a great, a great idea. Uh, that's that's an absolutely phenomenal good idea. <laughs> I think I think um, I because what because really what they need is a Magic the Gathering online exchange. They do. They, <laughs> they need to have they have they, they need to have a Pepeplosion. That wasn't funny. Yeah, no? So, <laughs> um, uh, I mean, the, yeah, like Pepe. Uh, the the thing is this. Like I think this is where like uh, the, the the noobs are separated from people who kind of understand what's going on here. Um, at least a little bit like the way that most exchanges work for those who are new is that exchanges tend to have off chain uh, moving of money. You're basically doing like you're netting accounts. So like if you move money from one uh, Coinbase account to another Coinbase account, there's no actual Bitcoin that's moved. There's just a recording of like those being the Bitcoin in your account. And then what you do is when you export those Bitcoins to like an off uh, Coinbase wallet, then Coinbase actually sends some Bitcoin onto the chain. It gets recorded and a fee is paid. All right. So you're essentially saying that someone should be the custodian of the Pepe's and uh, should should then be like moving these on like a MySQL database. Yes. Which requires a lot of trust of somebody. Yeah. So that's I mean, that's that's the correct uh, point of view on that. I would say there's some trust, but. But then when you look at how this is my big issue right now is when you look at how counterparties run or it's the state of it now. And I think it's a lesson for other projects that are new or, or like people that haven't been around long enough, like counterparties four years old. And if you look at the founding, it's very much like we want to keep the founders and developers untrusted and like no money. And like right. we want to run it as like a very, very good project that mirrors Bitcoin in terms of its decentralization. Um, and now it's four years later. It's, it's kind of been captured. And some of it's 
some of it's um, just sort of like happenstance, like just a, a number of things occurred where at this point, one person is in control of like All most the of the, the funds, the official website, uh, the official wallet. <laughs> um, and then there's like, you know, it's and and if uh, if you try. So Counterparty has like a, a port on like the on the node. Like it's like port uh, four thousand. If you scan like known Bitcoin nodes and look for that port to be open, or at least existing, you can kind of like count how many Counterparty federated nodes there are. Or there might be. And it's um. Let me just say it's not a lot. How many is so, it? How many would you say it is, Dan? Like a, a, maximum. You, you, <laughs> I think maximum. I think ten would be like. Probably plus or minus five. Okay, so you think there's between five and fifteen counterparty nodes actually out there? Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, that seems that sounds completely reasonable. I, I could see that happening. So that that's I mean, this is the nature of a lot of these projects, by the way, is that they kind of like they they kind of a lot of them lose steam or a lot of them don't have any to begin with. Um, so this is I mean, it's it's interesting to me that like that there's uh, that, that this is happening only mainly because I've, I've enjoyed watching this project from beginning to end so I'm getting to I'm getting to see this go on now for me I'm watching what I see is like there's a small group of, of what I would consider what I would call libertarians um, and they are obsessed with being part of the conspiracy that that is what I'm watching with counterparty it seems like they want to be in a cabal they want to have secret meetings and they don't want anyone to know like what's going on. Um, and I can't like I think it's very funny because I see this all the time with libertarians where like they complain about the conspiracies of government they complain about the conspiracies of everybody else and then the instant they get any control they themselves form a cabal and become a conspiracy like, like dictators you know right did, 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 did you know yeah. did anyone know that there were actual bylaws for the for the counterpart well Dan found Get, them Dan, on, Dan right, right, literally found these bylaws and, and they're on GitHub and you know what's really I, I, weird I don't go ahead well what I was gonna say. Is one of the things that it that it that it designates no libertarians are actual quote unquote members, right? Do you know how many members this not this real fake uh, foundation actually has? Uh, one. It has one. I oh. well, you know, unless there's <laughs> another one that no one has told us I, about. I think there might actually be two. There, there could be. There could be. I think, I think uh, Evan is a lifetime member. He might be. Um, and then I am a lifetime member of the Counterparty Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> so you, this is what's really funny to me is that like this this little cabal of people actually is uh, charged with representing the interests of the members of the foundation, of which there are apparently two. And that and, and, and that entity of whom yeah. there uh, of whom it is me and I think Evan, and uh, we are not allowed to know what what's going on in this, which is hilarious to me more than anything. And Dan, when did that entity become void, meaning the corporation? Like in, in two, what part of 2016? Um, in, in March of 2016, the yeah. Counterparty Foundation, which is a registered Delaware corporation, there's a website anyone can look up. You can see that. Um, it just, it, it owes some taxes and it seems to be void. kind of not, it's void, yeah. But it, it's that that's easy to fix, but it does, it does show, um, the manner in which that thing's being run, um, the foundation such that it is doesn't control its own, you know, official website, official wallet, or its funds, and is essentially like not in good status with the government. I wonder if that's how um, Symbiont is being run. Well, I would hope. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> where the, 
Well, that's what's funny about it, because Symbion uh, actually did a blockchain project with the state of Delaware, but they also founded a corporation in Delaware that they let go defunct. Yeah. Mm. So, um, that's funny. Uh, but the, 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 the thing about the foundation is th there's multiple questions that, uh, multiple things that are happening. So there's technical questions. There is questions of how should cons consensus be achieved, and is it is it a vote on a private phone call, or is it a process you go through publicly uh, for everyone's benefit. Um, and there's also the question of like, what is the foundation's role? So what I've seen is that people who are not members of the foundation, but control the funds and control the websites uh, yeah. and also have commit access to the repos, they, whenever something's contentious, they'll be like, well, it's up to the foundation. The foundation has to vote. And it's funny because this organization that they're deferring to is kind of like, like, like we just went over. It, it's not really a thing. It's like it doesn't have any it's, funds. It's it does, but they don't control it. it. It has websites, but it doesn't control it. So, it seems a lot like, um, like a royal we, like a useful fiction. <laughs> right. Well, by the way, speaking of websites that the foundation does not control, um, the non-foundation member, uh, J Dog, controls all of those websites. And what's, uh, what's really funny, within the last day or so, because obviously I'm not uh, playing along with whatever the LARPing is that they want to do, um, my account disappeared the, uh, m from the main counterparty. So you're, you're no longer able I to log in. I so cannot log in. This is full-on counterparty war. I love this. This <laughs> I mean, is hilarious to me. Now, I'm probably just a conspiracy theorist. You know, maybe there was a technical glitch. You know, sure. Uh, in the meantime, you do have a history of losing your passwords, Dante. No, I don't have a history. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I misplaced <laughs> my ETH password for a few months. And it was right where I should have put it, but I didn't remember that I put it in the right place. In your underwear. I, it was in, it was was in, in my your sock drawer. drawer. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was in my sock drawer. So <laughs> on a piece of paper. Um, <laughs> what, what I... My, my basic position is that, um, you know, the, the way this has been going forward is very strange, and I've learned a lot of things about the state of the project through it. I think it's a project that's been captured, um, basically, uh, by a few people, and they would like to go and create, like, um, they want to start fresh on, like, Litecoin, because they think that since the, the fees will be lower, um, they can maybe do a new PAMP or, like, a new burn. Um, and for me, personally, I, I think it's great that to have counterparty like forked and on other chains because it indicates that like something interesting there in terms of the tech. And so I think that's fine. And I like to see people experiment like that. But there's a group of people that want to do it right now. And, and with foundation money. To, well, the, the question of the money that I mean, they're saying lately that uh, like, oh, we, we won't use the money. Um, right. Basically. Basically, because I've helped, you know, bring some of this to light, they keep changing their position. But I think there's a group of people in a position right now who would like to start a new version of Counterparty on Litecoin. And because they're in a position that, of power and centralization, they would like to anoint it as official. You know? Yes. And, and so, I think they, they <laughs> might be walking that back slightly. They might be saying, you know, they may. I don't know. They're still kind of saying, oh, I'm against it. Yeah, they're they're taking their posturing. You know, they're well, they're pivoting their I, uh, I just, strategy. I just want to say, as the as the sole remaining and, and living member of the Counterparty Foundation, 
um, for which uh, my page, Dante, has been removed also, uh, which oh. was part of the, the agreement of me giving the funds. Um, oh, so, but as, uh, as, as one of, as, as the sole uh, member, I want to thank you both for looking out for my interests. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, is, is this project dead? Is, is Counterparty dead? Uh, Counterparty, in terms of, of market cap and prices at an all-time high, is that an indicator of anything? I'm not sure. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a Pepe. four years. It's a Pepe party. It's, it works. I got to say, Counterparty just works. Like, whether, like, de works. development or not, that's the beauty of Counterparty is it just works. Now, it, it's expensive at the moment, and I, I think... I think if they're not, I think if, if counterparty's not going to have SegWit addresses implemented, if they're not going to have, um, if they're not going to try to figure out how to do something like Lightning, um, it's going to remain expensive. But I mean, like we always knew that blockchains ain't cheap. I I want Dan to point mm -hmm. to to address one thing. So one of the big complaints is that oh it, it's too expensive to move low value tokens like the Pepe cards and all that sort of thing, which is probably it's obviously the the main concern that they're really expressing. But um, th so the thing of it is it, it, they they have a solution that they've been touting for months. There's a few solutions on the table uh, that are being worked on supposedly or they should be worked on. And one of the solutions would be to uh, get things working with SegWit. Now, <coughs> so they there was like tremendous urgency. We have to hire this developer. We must hire. We must hire. We will pay him out of the you know funds or whatever that that are essentially uh, held by uh, J Dog, and this fake real foundation is supposed to, after being lobbied hard to have this uh, Devon uh, developer go ahead and uh, you know get paid to do these things. Um, what's weird is. Fixing or getting SegWit um, completed that you know that project, it would in in large part really fix the problem that they're complaining about, which is why they're saying they need to move this to another chain. And you, I think you had a little bit of uh, you, you could probably shed a little bit more light on that. I think there was like a bounty, and yet you know he's getting paid. And he's basically doing almost like lobbying to move to another chain as if that's his role instead of writing code. Um, I, I don't, I'm not sure what to address here, uh, but what I think is happening is that there's one guy who controls the website and the wallet, and there's another guy that has commit access to the repo. And those two people have the money and are in agreement that it should fork to Litecoin. And so, in their opinion, it makes total sense to shut down or basically announce that we're going to be on Litecoin now. It's an upgrade, and we'll shut down Bitcoin counterparty, and we'll start up Litecoin counterparty. And they have the commit access to do it. They have control of the official websites to do it. Um, I think that's a shame because they're not talking about it openly. But from, uh, if, if, if this project was less centralized, they would be forced to go off and create a new project. And I think that's fine. Like, go off and make light, light party. Like, I, just, like, stop stop trying to shut this one down to start your new one. Quick question. Because you're in a position to do it. Is it possible? I mean, like, are you able to implement SegWit on Counterparty? Because, I mean, like, that requires a pay to script hash address. And I think Counterparty uses bare multisig. Um, it, I think it was bare multisig at one point. Is it I not anymore? It's still that way. I think it's probably not anymore. Um, I'm not sure 
about that because there's different times you're like, i mean are you referring to now or well i would, I would refer to now possible? like what, like how how are we doing encodements on the blockchain right now is it like did they move it uh move it into the op op return or is it is it still written into into the transactions themselves uh, i think everything's being done through the the op pepe uh, code. I'm not sure if you're familiar for that one. Ah, Pepe. <laughs> All right. So, um, okay. So I'm I'm curious. Like I wanna I wanna like watch this because for more more than like anything else, we're we're close to this project. So it's a fun one to watch because if it explodes, we'll be right here. Well, I think the fireworks other, the will other, be right in our face. The other thing to know is is Dan <laughs> and, Dan and I. It's we're, like a, we're, a, I a project we're, fart. We're doing a little bit more of a succinct detailed step-by-step step. like we we just kind of fast-forwarded here it's like jumping into but the you, middle you guys of are, a movie you guys have been doing a little bit of a show yeah we've well, been episode one you've been sleeping with dan you're yeah. you're cheating on well, me as often as i can <laughs> well that you makes know. perfect sense yeah i mean yeah. I, I am i, mean, I have well, been told well, i'm well, kind of like a duck anyway. full disclosure <laughs> I, I i am dating dante that's that's all right is uh, dante has 11 stds dan are you okay with that Yes. All right. And with that, Dan, I'll let you go. Okay. Uh, thank you so much. We'll we'll talk later, or we won't. I can I can can I can I say one more thing? Yes. You can say ten allowed? things. You can say what yeah. you want. I just I think what's happening right now in Counter Party is it's it's a it's a nice project. I like it. I like it to stick around. Um, and there's um, proposals to start Counter Party on Bitcoin Cash. There's two competing proposals to make it on Litecoin. There it's on Monacoin. Um, it's on it's on Dogecoin, and I think it's totally fine for people to take this open source software and start new projects. But I do think it's inappropriate for a small group of people to quietly shut down the original one, where two thousand bitcoins were burned, and then act like it's uh, an upgrade. That's it is all. right. It is an unilateral decision. It is. I mean, my my biggest question for everybody is right now, um, Counterparty is a Bitcoin wallet. So what happens if one day, like people that use Counterparty as a Bitcoin wallet and have depended on it as a Bitcoin wallet, which is it's really stupid to do because it's a web wallet. But like there's a lot of people I'm sure that have done that if they return one day and all of a sudden it's got a whole bunch of new Litecoin addresses and there's no support for the old Counterparty. Like what what then? That's a shitty thing to do to people that have been in this project for a while. And I think there's like no consideration for like the affects, like the basic effects of what is or what is what is going to happen if they make this move um, without consideration for the community. And I think it's even more funny because like the, in this instance, the crime isn't even proposing it. The crime is literally the cover up. It's again, it's Nixonian. And they always refer to uh, community and consensus and all of this sort of thing. But when it comes down to the most major changes that you could possibly make. The attitude is like, oh, we don't want hundreds of people uh, commenting. We, we don't. We don't want to hear their. Well, inputs. I think what's also in interesting is that, like, I think when Counterparty started, uh, Adam Krellenstein in particular was an extremely competent person. They were very, very smart, um, and they they were trying to do this thing, which is basically have like advanced sorts of financial assets on the blockchain. Um, they had contracts for differences and all sorts of really neat little things. Um, some of which they removed, right? Uh, the contract for differences were removed because I think I think they fucked up the code in the early days, and it made a it had a big problem. But like, uh, but there's it's a neat it's a neat project, and it was headed up by some really smart people. And at this point, I think I, I'm looking at it. I, I think the devs on it. I, I would not I would not say are top notch. Number one, uh, <laughs> number two. I think that there's not really a lot of thought given. Like I I, I don't see 
the kind of competency that I see among the Bitcoin core devs. It seems like uh, Counterparty is at this point where like uh, people go to, I don't know, just like sound and feel smart as opposed to actually like making a project that c like can work and, and, and does some really interesting things. Well, when you have very yeah, centralized well, to, to control, I'm sorry, Dan, go ahead. I mean, to, to improve it at this point requires like real deal blockchain development and not like twiddling with the API. Uh, it's, and it's, it's easier at this point just to fork to a Bitcoin clone than it does cheaper fees and kind of reset the difficulty but we, than, right, like, that's what's going on. But we we 100% know what happens on those chains if they become popular. You just end up in exactly the same position. Exactly. Oh, you mean the Bitcoin fees are, 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 are wait, hold on. You mean <laughs> you don't think that you don't think that the fees will stay low forever on other chains? Uh they they might, but only because of disuse. Right? Um, Interesting. You know what, what's, Interesting. What's, what's really what's really funny to me is that the, the basic questions, like I, when I look at the core developers, they're they're like the questions to ask them are, are really difficult. Like they've done all the easy work, right? They've done all the easiest questions. Um, so you can't go to them and be like, "Well, have you thought of this?" And they're like, "No, we haven't thought of that like really stupid question, you idiot." Of course we did. That was the first thing we asked, right? Whereas in this case, the questions are things like, "What if the fees go down?" Oh, we haven't thought of that. <laughs> what what if on the uh, I, chain I, you fork to the fees go up? Uh, uh I don't know. You know, <laughs> like that. I, I would be I would be remiss if I didn't mention that um today there was a, a a vote taken on the counterparty talk forum. There was a thread and a vote and um three people in the counterparty foundation such that it is voted against an official fork. Um so that's I, I think if I didn't mention that people would be like what the fuck but yeah I uh, think that's important I, but that's it sounds to me like it's 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 mostly the work here of you two like exposing this stuff uh, that's going on in these backroom deals you know I gotta say Dan I remember the first day that you showed up in counterparty and uh, the first thing you did is encourage people to go try your wallet out <laughs> um, I showed up and I followed the, the instructions. I followed the instructions on how to make a federated node, and I said, "Here is my federated node. You can use it." Yeah. And then Chris Chris DeRose said, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> and then um, and I said, uh, I, "I I'm nobody." And he was like, "That's damn right." And I was like, "Okay." He's like, "In Chris DeRose is like, I would encourage anyone to use this wallet." Right. And I, I, and I said, and I also said. I would also, also encourage. encourage yeah, that's great. This wallet. <laughs> and, Dan, then, yeah. and then I shut it down. That's great. Dan, Dan, I, I think it's funny because Dan and I do have a history uh, together way back in the past. Uh, we, we perused and trolled many years ago in some of the same forums. So I've always, I have a special place in my heart for Droplister here. Just, right, Dan? I'm Aww. sorry. I, I've, I've definitely extended my block time here. Uh, I'm sorry for taking more of your time. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to hop off. Uh, I mean, you wanted me to a half hour. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna unconfirm this transaction. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> hang up on you. I love you. All right, farewell. Okay. <laughs> I love Bye you. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dan. He, he didn't say it back. Oh, no whatever says it back. Yeah. It's always, all right. It's always yeah, sad. yeah. No. Oh my God. So like, uh, yeah. So I mean, th this is the state of this project. Dive. The state of this project is really like kind of uh, fucked. Well, it, it seems <sighs> fucked if like they 
like the people that are actually working on it go and like work on Counterparty on Litecoin, right? And then they well, just kind of like Well, I don't really give a fuck. Honestly, like, because this, like this is the time, this, this is this type of development, like where Counterparty is, I would rather it just sit there as a fucking dead thing and just continue working on and, and continue like keep it on. If I want to run a, a node, I can. Right. I, I don't. Well, I think people are freaking out that there's not a, like a lot of projects on Counterparty, but the reality is there are some and there wasn't a big project on it until Pepe, Pepe last yeah. year. Who fucking leave it alone? Who fucking knows what's going to come in the future? Right, just let it like, let it sit there. Let just it do let its it thing. Be, yeah. yeah, and like honestly, like you don't. I mean, it, yeah, sure. Transaction fees are expensive, but like you know, I think about this. Like back in the '90s when people were trading stocks, every time you'd go in or out, you'd pay 15 bucks to your broker. Right. Yeah. So like that's not that's not unlike what's going on here. But you know what? What I had pointed out to these guys is that <clears throat> while they're talking about trying to come up with some way, they don't even know how to move to Litecoin. They're just saying, well, well, we could do it like this, or we could do it like, oh, maybe like this. Uh, uh, and they're coming up with all these stupid, you know, ideas that are not confirmed that they would even work properly. Well, how do you give all of the, like, let's say the rare Pepe holders their equivalency in cards on Litecoin? They're, that's not how it's going to happen. Uh -huh. Like, it can't happen that way. You'd have to reset the entire thing everywhere. Many things. Like, can why go would wrong why would the rare Pepe you community move off of Bitcoin? Uh, counterparty and Bitcoin to go to Counterparty and Litecoin when they like how how are they gonna get well, how, how do I get my hair Pepe for example well, like what if they do a whole what if <laughs> they do a whole uh, what you call like a uh, a free for all like what are they uh, I, f I just had a, a land grab a, a land rush yeah a land right? rush so they have a land rush and then everybody all of a sudden someone else owns this particular pe class of Pepe's mm -hmm. what if somebody else happens to own Pepe Cash on the new Litecoin well thing, that's a, and it's not who owns they're Pepe probably Cash. They're probably going to like pre-code it. The thing is just like... You oh, like a, like a pre... Like, like a pre-mine. Right, like a pre-mine. Pre the thing the is like, yeah. like no yeah. one seems to be considering that Litecoin has a different set of like address parameters. They're not mm -hmm. the same as Bitcoin addresses. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. You can't just fucking clone it. It's not the same thing. So, you know, uh, while people would like to, uh, you know, somehow sell this idea like see hey you have bitcoin and now look at this you got an airdrop from bch you, you should be happy but what they're talking about is something entirely different and this could be really really fucked up right you know and so i pointed out the fact that you've got these people that are not qualified to deal with something like this and they are seriously talking about tampering with a almost two hundred million dollar, well, two two different networks. That's what it is. Each it worth is, about a hundred yeah. million, e you know, each, right? So, uh, how do you tamper? It's not a small project anymore, and these these guys, no. I think, don't understand the enormity of the responsibility that they're yeah. taking on. So, like, that's yeah. that's a big problem. So, I, I I'm mm. not supportive of any of that nonsense. I, now that I find out that I'm like not even part of anything real, like this is the epitome of live action role playing. There's no organization. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what the hell? I mean, well, Dante, what who, have you been going to all those meetings for? <laughs> well, I mean, this is r r ridiculous. Yeah. You know, I can't be part of something this stupid. I mean, well, I mean, I, or no, no, Dante, I got news. I got news for you. Shady or you have been part of something this stupid. <laughs> well, the thing of it is, you know, I, I you know, when I'm a I, permanent I, member of something this right, stupid, right, so right. <laughs> 
but no, but I mean, I'm thinking of what Dan Rand for the uh, for like the community director position. Yeah, put all those videos yeah. out with like read pay like like the one guy to like dance around and be like, vote yeah, for that that. Dan had it right. Dan, <laughs> yeah, vote for drop, please. Sure. <laughs> you know, there was a lot of reason to think that this particular project had a lot of integrity or what have you. And I'm, you know, you get in. And you see what's going on. You look, you know, you, uh, mm-hmm. and it's like, man, what is this? Is like a, like a, like a refrigerator that's been in a junkyard, f- you know, with food in it, and it's like, smell it. Yeah. You know, so I want no part of that. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'm 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 just de- de- deciding whether I write something very short, you know, in two words, or do I write something, you know, that's three lines, uh, for me to just say. I'm out of here. See ya. Well, I just want to point out that uh, last year on the 3rd of July, yeah. I tweeted, uh, want to announce as publicly as I can, I've begun unloading my XCP. I'm not comfortable with the project's direction. Yeah. So this is the fruition of that discomfort. I didn't mm. like the leadership that was taking it over, mm. and I thought they were a little bit flaccid. You might have had a little <laughs> bit more information, <laughs> I think. You, I, I don't maybe. think so. I don't know. I don't know. You I think I think that more I, insight. Flaccid penis. I don't think so. I think that Robbie is the the one who came back. Uh, I think that after the symbiont guys left, um, while uh, taking the so when when Adam Krellenstein and I think Evan left the project, they were indicating that somehow whatever they were going to do was going to involve Counterparty. And when they left Counterparty, um, that's not. I mean, that's not more information. Everybody saw that. It's just that like the only person that came back to the project was Robbie. And I think Robbie was, uh, while while was, he's a perfectly nice guy, uh, was not the one that I found to be uh, the one who understood what he was building. Yeah, he's a very nice guy, but I mean that that doesn't help the project alone. Right. So I, I mean that was that was my assessment, and that was why I made a very public tweet about it so that everyone else could benefit. And uh, and I still think this. I think that the I think the the, the leadership of the project, apart from you, Dante, is uh, it needs needs to uh, shut the fuck up, go away, and let this project just kind of sit <laughs> and uh, do what it does. Because I, I don't think that there really is any leadership here that yeah. understands how to build this mm. anymore. And I think that's been the case for about a year and a half, maybe two years. Yeah. Well, you know what happened since the Symbiac guys left. They got caught up. They 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 got caught up in this. Uh, Ethereum virtual machine thing, and they're like, "Oh, we're not Turing complete, and we need to do this." And we, so they got caught up into trying to port over the, you know, Ethereum virtual machine over to Counterparty. It's like, well, who, who the hell needs this? You know. Well, we didn't know that then. That was when they did that. Everybody was on board. I th- we, everyone thought that that was a great idea. Every single person. There was not one person who didn't. I don't know. There was a lot of doubt. For quite a long time after after uh, the now even before the even before the Dow blew up, there w- there was a lot of people doubt, well, yeah, yeah, doubting me, this. Like th- like me and Chris, I think were the two that were like like sounding the alarms on the Ethereum stuff. Um, actually, Chris more so than anybody, I think. Um, but yeah, like I think I think there there were questions, but I think that there weren't that many people that were when they first announced it. Uh, they went down that rabbit hole, and uh, then once the question was raised, like who really needs this? I think that there wasn't. There wasn't a whole lot of well, support I, for that. I question. had no, I had, you know, I was just a mm-hmm. regular, you know, member, like, or not even a member, but, you know, what, 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 the community member, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I had expressed a lot of uh, dissent, okay. you know, with, uh, you, uh, and I, th- and I think once the, uh, the Dow blew up, that that was like the proof. It was like, see, see, because they were talking about uh, putting in a switch, like a, a kill switch. 
if they have this, this thing sure. running. And here's the funny thing. This is really uh, pertinent. They were talking about a kill switch in case things go bad. And they said, well, who's going to be the one? <laughs> who's going to be the one person who flips that switch? Sure. Right? Who hits enter and makes it all stop? Because now you have just disadvantaged a whole number of people that might be running other right. contracts and all that sort of thing. So, so they were afraid that, oh, that could be a big liability. So now they're talking about doing something that could, you know, disadvantage a whole lot of asset holders and what have you. And um, I, I brought that to their attention. So what, what I think they're kind of doing now is they're, they wanted to use the credibility of this, you know, real fake foundation sure. mm -hmm. in order to go do this other thing, whatever they have in mind, right? Right. So mm -hmm. the little cabal is getting together. They're figuring out whether they're going to do, I don't know if it's a prima. I mean, I don't have the information mm -hmm. because I have not been privileged in all of those conversations right. that Dan was asking about. Like, mm -hmm. well, let's talk about the details of what was that pluggable change? Yeah. I mean, I, it hit me by surprise, you know, too. It, it was like, oh, yeah, it's up there on the on the roadmap. I, I'm Okay. Who, well, who discusses roadmap? Well, where did get this there? get yeah. discussed? Because I have a ton of questions that I know I would have asked saying, how's this and how's that? You know, and I would have gotten, you know, deep into the details and maybe I would have kind of kiboshed it, you know, before they thought it was a real thing. But, you know, they, they try to say, oh, no, 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 we told you. See, look, there was a, a mention of that word right. in the Slack. Well, yeah, that didn't mean that you included me in the discussion of how this, right. you know, so there's a lot of little cabal stuff that's been going on. I don't know why they're doing it because I'm not in the conversation. So I don't know what the motives right. are and I don't know who stands to gain. And uh, or maybe they're running away from what they perceive as loss. Oh, uh, we put in so much this into building stuff around counterpart. You know, some of these uh, other projects that, that J-Dog uh, is doing, he's got, he, he's got a wallet that's open source that Sean Leary has been touting the idea of the foundation buying the wallet from J-Dog. Okay, oh so, so imagine using those funds to purchase an open source wallet. That, that's what was being promoted. I mean, a lot of weird little oh things that okay. I don't understand all the incentives, mm -hmm. and I'm not necessarily that's saying... Just, I mean, that's just full on laundering. I, I, dude, that's I, so I, don't know, fucking I don't know amazing. what it is, okay. but what I, I just... Uh, it's like, again, opening a really stinky refrigerator, oh, yeah. you, you run away. Well, since you, the foundation doesn't exist, it's not the foundation's money, right? It's, uh, it's I don't know. It's <laughs> your money. <laughs> <laughs> it's my money. Yeah. Well, I, I, oh, and, and by the way, by the way, Robbie, at one point when he resigned, he, he went, here, J-Dog, here's all this money, right? So we had a, uh, quote, unquote, we had a meeting the other day. And when all of these concerns and, like, you know, the, the, the top was being pulled off the you know, bad thing, right? Um, he um, he said, well, I don't want to be the bag holder holding all this money. And he said, Robbie, can you take this money back? Can, can you, let me give it to you. He said, oh, oh, oh right. no, no. Uh, I, I'm not, a, I have no role. I'm not a member of anything. So there's like a lot of hot potato stuff going on. And I tell you what, I don't want any part of it. This episode will be, up, be coming out probably after I've had a chance to like post some, yeah. something <laughs> in writing. But uh, 
I resign. I'm out of there. I, I, and I, how do you resign from hear something it, that's yeah, fake? Hear it here first. Dante's no, gone. How <laughs> can you... I, I mean, I, I, it feels weird saying that you resign from something that was a mirage. You know? It, 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 I, it's, it's, un, it's bizarre to me. It's really bizarre. That's hilarious. There's I mean, not even it, yeah. an, an entity. You know, not a legal entity. Mm-hmm. And it's like... And who knew about this? Well, you, you invited me into something, Robbie, and you knew that it was uh, in, in, in the defunct status? Well, your your that claim is that they've actually had 501c6 status posted on their site somewhere yeah, for a while. Uh, I don't, they, I they, don't know they, that I could find I was well, looking for that. I, I have a screenshot of it just in case they deleted that the way they deleted my account from the main website. So that's okay. I don't care if they deleted it. I, I, I've got copies of it. But they had claimed that they were a 501c6 organization. And, you know, that was the assumption that I had. Right. And then uh, it turns out, when I asked the question, you know, uh, I just found out the other day that that was rejected. That was determined to be a lie. well, it's Maori, it's Dante. It's on the website. It's yeah. So yeah. okay, so, so let's uh, let's move on from this. I yeah, mean, yeah. I I, I want to keep uh, updated. I want to keep us updated. Well, you have to watch. Dropbuster and I are going to go a, a little bit more step by step. Great. We're, and we're, I think uh, when you do that, let me know. We'll we'll feature it on our site uh, on, yeah. on our channel as well, okay. and uh, other people can listen to because I think that's I think that's great stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, it might be a little boring, deep diving. We're going to go step by step. Everyone who listens to the show it, uh, loves the boring shit. I don't understand it. They they like to laugh at the farts, but then they like they like get they like you know. There's not enough farts. Whenever there's like uh, <laughs> whenever there's like show. boring shit. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, so do you want to go back to the Coinbase? I want to hit the Coinbase thing because the Coinbase thing is, yeah. is the best thing that's happened this week. It's highly technical, which I think is hilarious. Um. So Don, did you hear this? Coinbase has been mismanaging their UTXO set. According to, I think, Whale Panda. Whale Panda uh, pointed it out. It's also funny that we live in a world where we can take someone seriously named Whale, whale Panda. Panda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like when you, like, you go on Reddit and someone's like, someone says it like very like insightful and serious, like, come fart dick or something yeah. like that. You're like, okay, well, like, like well, <laughs> well uh, Mr. Come Fart Dick. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> you make some good points there. But there is a yeah. guy with that name. Uh, come fart dick. Yeah, fart dick. yeah. Well, there's cool. a fart Digi- dick. He did Digibyte. Yeah. Digibyte. Yeah. Is fart so, dick. Um, so Whale Panda, Whale Panda pointed out a few uh, like Coinbase addresses, right? And basically, a lot of people are coming. I guess the conclusion that Coinbase has been like severely mismanaging their UTXOs to the point where to, to um, remove to to withdraw money would cost more than all of the money they have. Yeah, essentially, is, is according to him. And I'm kind of this kind of has just been going on on over the last couple of days. Um, even, there's even a recent uh, like tweet from Paul Stortz saying this may not be a, as big of a deal. And I think people are even like talking about this and arguing over like how how bad is this? Because a lot of the accusations that are being like like when people are talking about this, they're like I think if it was even Whale Panda that's like, look, uh, Coinbase they're, they're they're basically fractional reserving because. Uh, like you know, they they uh, the cost of like getting that all that Bitcoin out uh, you know outweighs the the value of it. Well, and here this it is just funny. It very, so like, Laurent uh, MT says uh, this entity, and I think he's giving a, a wallet address, mm-hmm. um, is a wallet controlled by Coinbase to date. It owns around two hundred three Bitcoins split into one million four hundred sixty four thousand <laughs> five hundred forty five UTXOs, with BTC at fifteen point eight thousand. It means three point two million. Uh, with an average UTXO value of two point two dollars. Oh, oh, that's a problem. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah. like that. The yeah. Um, what, what what do you think it would cost if you wanted to sweep that wallet? <laughs> that, uh, that address. 
Um, well, I think that, that that's what he's saying. Yeah. So, uh, three point two million dollars is in there. An average UTXO would be uh, two point two dollars. So you're talking about three million dollars worth of UTXOs. Wow. Yeah. Um. So I I guess it's kind of like if, if this is the case, what you know, what what does that really mean? Uh, for 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 Coinbase, like is it? Is it, is it a significantly severe problem? Is it going to be? Is it is it not as much? Um, are there things that like they can do? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the math is because I don't know what I don't know what it costs uh, like per UTXO on average. Uh, but like I think the, the 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 notion here is that there's like a lot of dust in Coinbase, and uh, I think it's funny because dust kind of gets recategorized as Coinbase or as like uh, Bitcoin goes up in value. Like what is dust? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think I think the idea is that at this point to like reconsolidate those UTXOs would be like ridiculously expensive. That's oh yeah, yeah, man. Um, so effectively, well, it if, seems if like he's it seems right. Like, it seems like to basically like finance that, like maybe like Coinbase, like there's other assets. Like Paul tweeted out, uh, Coinbase themselves charge a transaction fee. They can easily use that or their giant war chest to purchase Bitcoin or to pay network transaction fees. Correct. Yeah, that, so that's that's how I would do it if I were them, is I would just, like, uh, basically pay whatever it costs to, like, consolidate that stuff. Yeah, and this may be stupid, but, like, why not Why not, Why not? not figure out a way to strike a deal with, like, a mining operation? That, to what we were like, talking about earlier. Which I, maybe, maybe, maybe that's really stupid. I, but I, like, I don't think that any mining operation would do that if um, unless they were going to offset the fees that they can just mine. Well, I don't think they have a... F- they don't have a big financial incentive to do that unless... They might like do a, that if, if they... Uh, if... if, if Somehow Coinbase is going to like um, be able to reduce their uh, volatility, mm-hmm. but I, I think that it'd be very difficult for Coinbase to to get away with paying like an average amount that is you know that that is uh, still super high. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's gonna be that's gonna be an expensive uh, set of UTXOs. And a lot of innovation is gonna have to come out of many of these problems that we're running into. You know, so like you don't create you don't invent something unless you've you know, run into an issue why you need that invention. Well, I don't know that you can invent something to like d- consolidate UTXO sets like this. Like it's not it's not something that's like easily like dust not is today. A, a big yeah. thing. I don't know that I, I don't know that we can solve that problem. Yeah, I mean we I think we would have said something similar to uh, segregated witness coming about. You know, I don't think so at all. I think people <laughs> that it was that, no, really. Yeah, okay. I think I think I think that like everyone everyone was uh, trying to figure out what we would do, but like I think that there was always um, a lot of proposals on the horizon for like some scaling stuff, and segregated witness was one of the proposals on the table. But I mean, before it before it was proposed, nobody had no no one had thought about it. That's wha- what I'm saying is, it, here's a proposal, and it was like, oh wow, look at that. You know that that's kind of what I mean. Uh, uh, Problem. I mean, I think I think the court knew about like se- segregated witness. As far as I know, is like a pretty standard way to do cryptographic stuff. I, I don't know much about like how segregated witness actually works. But um, as I understood it, it was it was not like off the table. I think it's like one of those like leftovers from like uh, Satoshi not being like a great cryptographer is why it wasn't done in the first place. I'm not I'm not sure, yeah. but I, that was that was always my understanding. Hmm. Um, it, and this whole thing is coming like in the midst of this week when you had the whole Bitcoin Cash thing happen. Um, and I think it's kind of like the point, like they, like Coinbase has several times this week disabled, uh, I think not just Bitcoin Cash, but like uh, Bitcoin buys and sells. Mm-hmm. So it may be like th- this problem is getting like really big and they like kind of maybe like may- maybe that's one of the reasons why they did it. Right. Um, oh, D- Dante, here's the other yeah. thing. The, the segregated witness thing, the, the big the big hullabaloo about it was that we figured out or Luke Dash Jr. figured out how you could implement it without doing a hard fork because they've always thought that like in order to implement it, they would have to hard fork. So it's always been pushed off. 
Right. So the, the innovation there is that Luke figured out how to make it compatible with the current software. I think there was um, there, there was also some other, I, I can't call it to mind the second, I think there was some other thing that it was also uh, being looked at to solve. Um, I, I just don't remember. You know, I, 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 I looked at it very closely at the time, but uh, so I'm just not sure. I think there was a multiple... I think there were multiple fixes that se segregated witness would would offer. Uh, uh, I, well, I mean, it, 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 the the notion of some segregated witness also does it's the malleability fix and everything else. Yeah, too, so. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Right, right. Um, the other thing that's what I was thinking of. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, the other thing uh, is the the whole Charlie Lee. Situation. Oh yeah, Charlie dumped <laughs> his coins. Charlie sold the, uh, all his Litecoin. Sold them all, just gone. But did it in a way where he like announced it like after, after he did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which it was kind of like, bro, like you've you've been pumping Litecoin for yeah, a he's while. Been, hasn't he been in like South Korea and such like he's, pumping the shit? He went to Asia. I don't know if he's still I'm there. Like but a, he was I'm like the Ava Perone like uh, rainbow tour, something like that. Like he was he was going around talking about Litecoin. Like oh he's my been, god, he's been actively so developing. And he says he's going to continue working on on Litecoin. Why? But why would he? Well, what what right. incentive at this point is there for him to do it? Like as a test net, right? I mean, like he can say he's going to work on it only once, but like if you don't, if you if if you just said you basically sold everything, like what what you know, you you've you've lost that that incentive to to do he, it. And he he needs the ICO. All right, yeah. Let's uh let's go. Well, the other thing about Charlie Lee is going back to the Coinbase situation. Is Charlie was the CTO of Coinbase? Oh yeah, for a while. that's that's the so other like, thing. So like so is, like is he culpable for this UTXO bullshit? Right, like <laughs> he probably had, like he, I mean, is he responsible for why uh, the CTXO thing is 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 there in the first place? Because he would have been like the person to think about those things. It, so it may be that he knew fully about it, and like it was, he got there like <laughs> Brian, like <laughs> we're fucked. <laughs> maybe. So like, maybe, I, mean, I, I look at this so like it makes perfect sense, like why like uh, Coinbase would be like supporting like Bcash, sort of these like blockchain resets in some way. Um, where they can like consolidate those UTXOs in like a much cheaper, a much cheaper way. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I think Paul's probably right. It's it's probably not the biggest deal in the world because they probably can offload a lot of those fees to their uh, to their uh, customers. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I I I'm I'm curious because like I think a lot of the people that come in aren't like don't have the capacity to understand exactly what that means at all. Uh, like most people come into Bitcoin and they think a Bitcoin's a Bitcoin's a Bitcoin. Right. Well, like, I, I I preempted my friend. I was like, "Look, you're gonna get your if you log on your Coinbase account, you're probably gonna see some Bitcoin Cash there." I'll tell you a little bit about what it was. And then when it happened, he was like, "What do I do with this Bitcoin Cash? Like, yeah. what is this?" Yeah. And I think like a lot of people are probably like, "What the fuck is Bitcoin Cash?" Right. Like, what you know? Because most are coming through Coinbase. So right. Um, I, I don't uh, <laughs> like even even gifted like, this. He's this like, thing. "Do I sell it?" Or? I'm like, "Look, I'm like, I, we can talk a lot about it. We can talk a little about it." I don't know what it's going to do in the long run. Um, I don't. I'm not betting on Bitcoin Cash in the long run. I'll tell you that sure. much. But but fuck, who knows? I, I mean, I. This is crypto. I don't Anything know. can happen. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 always a fun week in, in Bitcoin. Where yeah, right. Like, like Coinbase, Coinbase is funny though, because like they. Uh, I mean, that is. Uh, oh God, they uh, like Peter as Peter Todd says, get your money off Coinbase. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like when the core devs say that shit. That's that's very funny to me. Um, but like, yeah, like Coinbase has like a lot of issues. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I mean, I think all of these exchanges do. Where are you gonna like? Where it's always been a question: Where can you exchange Bitcoin safely? And every noob I know likes to keep their money on Coinbase. They think that's exactly where like it's safe. Yeah, um, like, like it's a bank, right? Like they're gonna have someone to sue or something like that if it, if it like disappears. Aren't they FDIC in short? Yeah, no. 
<laughs> I don't know that. They, I mean, like, I, I don't even know that their insurance would hold up in the first place. Right. right. Well, even even if it did, if you if it happened today and you lost all of that or they went down, like it'd be it, like four years before you got any money. And you'd be compensated for the dollar amount today, not the amount of Bitcoin you had. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you, you don't want to, you know, that's just not going to be a good situation anyway. You're going to lose money. Right. It's it's a yeah. I mean, Coinbase, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to how like how long can we go here before the next uh, implosion happens? And the other thing is, this, are, is the next implosion going to, is it going to do, are they going to do what like Bitfinex did and like sell equity in themselves to like recover? Because these things are making so much money. Mm. Like I'll bet like, uh, what's his name? Big, Big Vern would have wished that he thought of that. Yeah. To like, like a, a Bitfinex idea. Yeah. Well, you you know, know. I just could have done that fucking A. Yeah. He should, he should have hired some consultants, you know. He, he could have, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> what if you you were right at his door and, and you know? Well, what if that's true? I, I don't think no, I would have thought thank of that. You, I'm not interested. I, I gotta say, like, I, I admire <laughs> I admire like what Bitfinex did because like it is it was very creative, um, but like holy fuck, like I, I don't know how you do that and don't get sued in in this world. Um, but I gotta. Do you remember a couple of years ago when that like was it like a million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars, some obscene amount of money was left in like a Bitcoin wallet? Um, and everyone tried to withdraw it at the same time. And it was like filled. It was dust. Oh, it was tiny. It was tiny, like little UTI, like one Satoshi UDXOs. I kind of remember this, but it there was, was several about, addresses. There were several addresses that would send. Well, so someone was threatening to spam the chain. So one week someone spammed the chain, and then and then uh, the next week they were gonna, they were going to do it again. A lot of people were accusing Peter Todd of being the person that did this. And and instead of spamming the chain, what they did is they said, "Hey guys, here's a private key. This has I don't know, like fifty thousand dollars in it. Or yeah, go like sweep that. it." Yeah, so everybody, everybody in the Bitcoin talk forums went to sweep this address, and every single person was unable to do it. But it clogged the network because like the UTXOs were tiny, and uh, it like wouldn't confirm. I remember <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but there was a lot of money that was in each address, and but they, because it was so right. many UTXOs, yeah, because nobody knew how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it was like a, a, a self-attack. It was like a spam attack of well, the... Well, you know what it's like? It, it, it would be like if you wanted to create like a lot of havoc, if you were somewhere, I don't know, with a crowd of people, and you just And you just poured mustard gas like into the no, room. And you, you just took out like <laughs> stacks and stacks and stacks of like $5 bills and just started throwing them up in the air. It's like it's like in the movie when the bank robber's getting away and he throws a bunch of right, money. Right, right, right. And like the older right. people come in and exactly. then the cops get, yeah. That's a great I like that. I like that too. He's just like, her. That's a really good idea. You steal like two million bucks and you throw a million of it in the air. In in singles. Yeah, yeah, I like this idea. Sean, this is how we're going to rob a bank. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My God, did you see Elizabeth Stark on. uh, yeah, you showed me this. Uh, I don't. I, I put CNBC. There. I don't know if it was CNBC. No, it was I think something. it was Bloomberg. Was it Bloomberg? Yeah. She was. Uh, so Elizabeth Stark is. Um, she's she's uh, running like a there's a, there's a Litecoin project. I'm no, sorry. She, I'm sorry. She, wait, wait, I'm sorry. I just misspoke. A lightning a lightning network. She works with Dryja. She is like she's like doing the Lightning Network. Yeah. The Lightning Network. Well, I think there's yeah. a few teams working on Lightning Network implementations. That might be. Th- there are. Oh, like of course. Yeah, she's yeah, just, yeah. She's the writer of, of the papers. Dryja uh, and Poon. Yeah. Right. So she's working with Dryja. Former and formerly Poon, <laughs> but I, you know, it, it, I, I think it's, it is kind of interesting that, there, that there's a woman uh, of Bitcoin in mm-hmm. involved in this thing that we're we're all waiting on. Well, I mean, waiting on it. I mean, I, I keep wondering how long it's going to take if it's actually feasible. Like, um, I think I think that Lightning is a really neat idea, and it it, it does. It does make sense with how Bitcoin is designed, mm-hmm. um, but like everything in Bitcoin is so fucking far off every time. And I, I like, I want to make. I'm, I'm like praying to praying to the Lord of uh, money 
that like this isn't one of those ideas like uh, let's chart let's chart to the blockchain like uh, Vitalik does mm. where you just like you know twenty years down like we'll do it in twenty years you know we have solutions for nine you know twenty twenty two um and and i like i don't think that you know they have any idea what they're doing i think i think that like lightning network is a feasible idea and it seems it seems like it's uh something that could actually like take off yeah no i mean i think that if it's feasible for one it'll be there'll be several of them you know yeah like i think the idea essentially that you don't even know that you're using it have you seen like the tests the test net tests no i haven't no you mean you mean litecoin yeah, yeah, like yeah. they don't know the Lightning Network uh, for Bitcoin, where people like like will send testnet coins and show how fast it confirms. It's 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 literally instant. It's it's really amazing. Huh. I haven't I, I haven't been paying attention to that really? much. Yeah, but but that I mean it, it's great if it's on testnet and it's fucking. I'm trying to play it, but like it, it it's uh Bloomberg is keeps trying to like oh. bring up this register for free. Oh, you're talking oh. about the w- the, yeah, woman, yeah. the woman in the interview. Yeah, the, the you woman. You should play that. I'm I forget her name. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I that's, what <laughs> that's what he was trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> but how long ago did you mention her name? Five, like 50 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and w- w- what value does, does that information have for me to, none, write, to write it to the blockchain? None, no, I, none, Dante. Right. You shouldn't I have a blockchain in, yeah. in my head, and it's like, I got the name. Yep, not important. You know, it's a printable, you, you know. <laughs> Man, I, like, so, but, okay, so well, this but interview, like, we're counted. Like, this interview is interesting because, like, she's actually, like, Elizabeth Stark knows what Bitcoin is. I don't think that she's, like, a super competent dev. I, I don't know. I've never seen her work. Um, but when I've, like, you know, when I've, I, 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 know, I, I guess I've seen her work. But, like, I, I think she's probably the adult at that company more than anything. Um, but, like, <laughs> she's she's doing, she's, she went on Bloomberg, and, I like, I thought that it was a pretty terrible interview. <laughs> it she wasn't got, like, terrible. It was terrible. And she was, like, I, tense and, like, scared Well, and that's nervous. fine. I mean, everybody gets the, tense the first time. Every single thing she did was, like, a bad analogy. She was, like, way ahead of herself. I think she was, like, a little bit fast. Um, but like you know, like at least she, she at least she knows what Bitcoin is, which is like I'm like every other fucking interview right. that ever like that I see on TV where that like the Roger Veer one with Bcash. Mm. Did you see that? Uh, do you you're talking about the one with uh, he, John Corvallo? No, he was on. You're talking about like Burr, like on like one of these. Yeah, like he did like yeah, he did like CNBC doing, like, or something like one yeah, of those. Hmm. Doing like an interview there, and I I think I remember, I remember reading remember that like his you know he was kind of very. He wasn't talking extremely confidently about anything. <laughs> well, I mean, right, which is no, kind he, of like he was just doing his he was doing his like talking points. And what was really funny to me is that they let him just go on there and do talking points. And and uh, more hilarious than anything is that like these these people that are like asking other people to come on and be interviewed, they have no level of competency to know anything about what's going on. So I'm like watching the mainstream media discuss things like the Bitcoin controversies and like Bitcoin's really clogged at the moment. And like you know like you don't you don't know what that means. You have no concept of what that means. Mm. Right. Well that her, she was making the analogies um I think you hated the analogy worse than I did, you know, because if she's essentially talking to a whole bunch of normies to try to get into discussing, you know, blockchain, Bitcoin, blockchain uh, congestion, she's just using the analogy of talking about, you know, people, everybody decides to get on the same main highway at the same time and you're stuck in traffic. I mean, that was... I just think analogizing. I just think analogizing Bitcoin to this stuff is really dumb. It's it's like the the internet's a truck. The internet's a, a truck. It's set of tubes. Yeah, it's a, the internet's it's a tube. Like I mean, like Who it's fine. That? It was like, a senator. Yeah, or was, he's dead now. He died in a plane act, a plane crash. Uh, uh, really? <clears throat> yeah, that was the uh, the one, the bridge to nowhere guy. Oh, in uh, Alaska. Yeah, Stevens was. Yeah, 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 yeah Stevens. Stevens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't even know how I remember that name. 
Okay, well, I can purge that from you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, like I, I thought, I think that I thought the analogy, I think the analogy of like a, a car, like a traffic jam, like it's fine, I guess, but like that's it's just kind of dumb. Well, <laughs> you, so, I mean, she, she, her response was very like scripted and very uh, a little awkward kind I, of in her life. I think that like you can talk about Bitcoin in a way that you talk about Bitcoin without analogies. I don't think that you have to like analogize everything. And I think people can understand yeah. like why, like why, why is Bitcoin not working as well? Well, there's a lot of people who are trying to use it and there's only a limited amount of space in every single, right. um, you know, block for trans. Right. Like exactly. And if you bribe somebody a little extra bribe, you know, you'll, you'll get so it. Like you can, you it's kind of like when you give the doorman, you know, like a hundred. I don't think, you, the guy again, I don't think, I don't think you have to, bucks. I don't think you have to analogize. I know, like, but it's fun. Some, uh, analogizing is fun. People analogies, like analogies it. are it's leaky. Their abstractions are leaky. That's yeah, just, it's just, it's not meant to be perfect. It's but then it gets stupid. Cause like everyone, then they're like, well, but there's no doorman. Yeah. <laughs> so you just you just do like Bitcoin. Bitcoin well, a lot of people want to use Bitcoin. There's only a limited the amount of space every every ten minutes. Dude, the yeah. doorman. That's the miner. Those are the miners. I wouldn't so, even use miners. Know, I would just say I would say there are people that are processing transactions, right. and there's only a certain amount of transactions that can be processed every ten minutes. And there's more people that want to use it than transactions that can be processed. Right. It's and, very and they're going to pick. They're going to pick the ones with the highest fees. Like when I yeah, and when I and so you, if you and, give me a hundred dollar tip, and you I'm going to let you in. And the you door, can pay and for the guy who's only got five bucks. You can stay out outside in the cold yeah so like fine so like uh yeah like i think i don't think that you need to like move to analogies to get people to understand what bitcoin is because like no but i think you fun. can do it very very bluntly very like explain exactly what it is um the analogies tend to be like childish to me and like make people uh as assume that people like can't abs like can't figure something very simple out like to me it's not that difficult to understand that there is like a limited amount of space. I, I think you can explain that. Yeah, but pictures of frogs is kind of childish. Yeah, too, pictures right? of frogs. Yeah, well, that's true, <laughs> but like they're funny. I mean least. cartoon frogs. Yeah, I you, mean that's you, not you childish. Hate, you fucking hate Pepe. Well, you know, I I've warmed up Don't get me don't get me wrong, Dante. I don't have a problem with childish shit. Like I love childish shit. It's fine. That's kind of what I'm getting at. I just I just I think that like you're the king of childish. I love childish. But like I just think when you're like explaining Bitcoin, you don't need to like you don't need to like do it in like 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 baby diagrams. I think you can just explain what it fucking is. I think they need to describe Bitcoin in a Doctor's Seuss book. Well, the Bitcoin drama you can explain in Dr. Seuss right, books. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, it, yeah. I, in fact, I think you're due for another one soon. Yeah, I, I might do that yeah, again. It, I think it, you, you need to get the creative. It's not how that works. Going. Not well, how that no, works. No, you need to, you know. Not how that works. Anyhow, so uh, Open Bazaar is uh, is reverting to Google. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're becoming Google. Oh, yeah? Well, yeah. So they, they had a blog post that, uh, this week about... They're very excited about their new development. Yeah. Well, they kind of talk about some general stuff. Way, I'm sorry. No, again, yeah. again, this is another suggestion I oh. made years ago. Yeah. Well, they they were talking about how there's a uh, there's a lot of scams popping up. Yeah. And they're like, what a surprise! They're gonna have like moderators to kind of like ah. help people know like what's a like what's a scam and what's not. So what happens when the scammer becomes a moderator? Right. Or what happens when like like so like okay so you, you realize you that the only people that are incentivized to be moderators in the system are gonna be scammers and people that want to take bribes. Yeah. It's very funny because like well, this is what's funny to me is I think Dante knows this I know this you you're too you're much you're like a little baby so you're not gonna run this but like yeah. well, the early internet this yeah. is this is exactly yeah, yeah. what happened before Google like was in like these search engines were a thing um, people proposed basically the same thing there was like the Dmoz project right. which was basically where like you go list your non spam site you have moderators come look at it they decide whether it gets in or not. And then uh, and you could get in in the beginning. In the beginning, or you could even you could apply to be a moderator yourself. And uh, this is actually one of the when you wanted to rank, if you got a listing here, 
and Google saw you on the DMOZ listing. They knew they were editorial. They knew that you were yep. like a legit site. So what that reverted to eventually was that everyone, uh, all of the, all the moderators, value. all the moderators, uh, yeah, it became value. All the people wanted to be moderators because then they would get bribed. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, they also had uh, software. Remember the software applications where you could do like the instant SEO stuff? You would. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, you hit a button and you'd submit it to like forty-seven yeah, yeah, different websites. Right, and yeah, 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 I love that it shit. Would submit to everything and. Um, 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 I had an I had an article spinner Dante that would like uh, it would it would submit it to like three hundred websites in like thirty seconds. I would write uh, th- every sentence in an article. I read it three times. Well, I randomly it, it, it pick it one. Ran- you know, I I, I built uh, I built something like that. Nice. Um, not to dig digress, but it was it was about it was for political lobbying. Oh yeah, and it it was pretty intense. Like you know, you you had like ten major arguments. Let, let's say against the bill, and uh, for each argument, I would write 10 different paragraphs saying it in a very kind of like a normal way, like any person could have said. And then anyway, a person would go to a website and it would serve you up three of the 10 points and different, and you picked the arguments that you liked and you felt like you were writing it. And then you threw a little bit in, in the middle, you know, of what you want to say. Right. It would have a unique subject. Anyway, it, it, it was, was kind of like your article. Was this related to dogs? Uh, at, yeah, <laughs> I bet it was. It was. It was. <laughs> I was. I was doing a lot of uh, lobbying uh, against some bad uh, dog legisl- you know, bad legislation pertaining to dogs. So yeah. Yes. So, th- but this is funny because, like, mm-hmm. what they're what they're actually doing is they're trying to do this at the protocol level, which is very funny because that's not how the internet worked <laughs> at all. Right. Um. It's, and and it's it's a real problem, I think, to do it at the protocol level, especially when you're like an open, in like, you know, open protocol. Open Bazaar is going to start censoring. Like, who decides what spam is? Because spam is just, like, you know, it's well, a very difficult thing to decide. Right. And what happens when, like, uh, law enforcement decides to hold the moderators and the, t- the Open Bazaar team accountable for what their moderators are or not moderating? Oh, yeah. It's so a big when problem. people are selling drugs on Open Bazaar, I, I don't know how many are, if they really are or not, but it's like, oh, are you guys, like, you know, maybe they're not a scam, but like, are you going? Well, are, are you going to moderate, moderate them? them? Because yeah, like, because like, illegal. Like, it's illegal. Yeah. The reason they're called open bazaar is they want to open themselves up to all of the liability that doing that censoring <laughs> brings them. No, and, yeah. and and I'll tell you the case. I don't remember if it was CompuServe or Prodigy, but when when those uh, platforms when they uh, they were real centralized, and then they decided, oh, we're going to be internet providers, right? So. Being an internet provider, they had... They were a public utility at that point, right? Well, no, no, they were like a dial-up provider, right? So everybody who had an internet account, an ISP account, had access to Usenet news groups. So then the question would be, well, am I going to give you access to this many? You know, how much of the feed are they going to hold, right? And so, okay, we're going to give you all the Usenet news groups. And at the time, there might have only been about 50,000 or so, you know, uh, but there was a lot of stuff that was very um, offensive, uh, s- offensive. Yeah. and so they they started to censor uh-huh. uh, out. They started censoring out the ones that were really clearly offensive. Right. Well, what happened was they got hammered because uh, it, it was almost like they were endorsing what they had not censored. Well, that's what that's the question. Like Reddit does that. They shit, lost their the thing, common. Like they lost their common carrier defense. 
Right. And that caused a big problem for them. So Open Bazaar just hasn't learned. They know they probably weren't around. Well, they're not going to learn that lesson because, like, uh, Brian and, and the team there, they, they iterate about a year and a half to two years behind the thinking here. Um, <laughs> so, like, uh, you know, and, and they, don't, they, don't, they don't absorb the thinking. They just do the thing that we tell them to do. So um, this, is, this is them doing that. I told them that they would begin moderating spam at the protocol level. Um, That's I, a was bad told idea. That I was told that I was an idiot for thinking that. I'm so stupid. How could I possibly think that? And uh, here they are right. doing it. Oh, so. here. How <laughs> could you, wait, how could you possibly think that they were going to do that? Is that what you Yeah, I, they, well, that's what they said. They said that I was just trying to spread FUD. Oh, now they're doing it. And now they're doing it. Boy, isn't that funny how many projects that happens? It in? happens a lot yeah. of projects. We've been around a while. <laughs> like, what's funny is that like, these... these reminds me of something I these are fucking like These are just fucking easy lessons. Like, what, what are you going to do? There is no plans for any of this stuff. They're just going to... They, they are reinventing bad internet. Wow. Mm. Crazy. And nobody even uses it. So, like, they're building a network that nobody uses. It's a lot of time, a lot of space... A lot of just like I don't. You want to talk about LARPing, like Open Bazaar? That's that's LARPing. <laughs> <laughs> I run a company. I am a developer. Like there's like 11 people on that platform. Who's going to be the moderator? Uh, yeah. Do you guys remember who the fuck is being scammed on that thing? How, like who uses it? Nobody. Barely. I, I well, like, like, Dart, did they make this decision? Did they make this decision because like three people reported being scammed? Yeah. Like I don't. I don't know. Or they might be. You're like, <laughs> oh look, this could happen. Uh, did you guys? What was that other project? Uh, was it Light Lighthouse? L Lighthouse. Was that Mike Hearn? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. love that project. You bring it up like all the no, time. No, it yeah. just reminds <laughs> me because like like well, you had to download like the software of the client, I think, and then you I, I and then you were gonna have to download all of the different proposed ICOs or something, or were they called? Crowdfunding. I just remember when it, you know, when I, it, when I don't that think you remember the project. It's it's a literal it's a literal crowdfunding platform. Like oh, that's what I'm saying. But like, right? It, but like, it's it's a, a Bitcoin wallet. It's it's kind of cool. It just uses multi-sig functionality, and if like the the product doesn't get funded, it uses like Enlock Time Verify thing to like uh, decide whether or not you get your money back. I thought it was before Enlock Time Verify. I, I thought I thought I think it used an LTV, but I'm not I'm not positive. Maybe later. I mean, I I, I don't know. Just but basically, it uses a protocol to like decide whether or not you get your money back. I must have it linked in my memory to. You just hate Open my current. That's it. Well, I I, I, I um, I'm not a fan. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Well, I don't hate like, is a strong lighthouse. Word. Lighthouse is a neat little implementation of something you can do on Bitcoin. It's like people say that you can't do smart contracts on Bitcoin, but like right. like you clearly can. I always thought that Lighthouse was one of the neater like the neater initial projects. I don't like a lot of the things that he attempted to do. I, I don't like yeah. the strong-arming bullshit that he tried. Um, but it doesn't mean that I discount absolutely everything that he might have been involved in. Yeah, know? well, I mean, like, there's... But there's that... Uh, you know who else... So, Lighthouse won an award. I don't remember which what the contest was, but it was, like, first place there. Do you know what second place? Second place? Yeah. No. Eris Industries. Oh, in that same oh contest, the one that we brought them both over. Oh, the yeah. That's Marmots. The Marmots. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah. One that's, the one that's failed. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Preston. That was, the, that was the Preston Burn. Burn, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've like completely, like, uh, th that, that was one of the worst. That was like, uh, that project resembled Jimmy Is Carter's presidency. <laughs> oh, oh, really? <laughs> Ineffective. Oh. <Is he laughs> uh, so yeah. did he did he send a bunch of helicopters to try to get people uh, hostages out? I don't know what that means. Oh, I, I see. Okay. Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is Preston Byrne, is he kind of gone? Or I, I think he I think he resigned and like gave a big uh, everybody will go off and do amazing things speech. Oh, he gave the project to the community. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, he gave, no, no. He gave it back to like Casey Kasem. <laughs> 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 that Which fucking PTSD uh, hero, the one who likes to tell you he's a hero. 
I'm trying to think of who that is. He's I'm the one sure. with the big beard. He's like the Casey Coleman or whatever. Okay. I'm, I can't really show you because I'm blocked on Twitter for him. He won't, he won't talk to me. <laughs> Casey Coleman. Casey Coleman. Is that what his name? Casey Coleman? I don't remember. Yeah. But he's, he was the head of the Eris Project, so Casey. Casey uh, Kasem. Okay. Um, but yeah, like they're, they're essentially, I think they're essentially, I think they rebranded too, Dante. Uh, did they? To what? Eris Industries. Uh, or what did they rebrand to? Rebrands. Uh, they are Monax. Oh, nice. Monax, Monax. Monax? Yeah, it sounds like a feminine hygiene brand or something. Yeah. Casey Coleman. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that <laughs> but Monax, I'm not sure what they're doing, but like, uh, I know they went, they, I don't think they make any money. Well, of course really? not. Who, who, how would they make, you know. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna know we're gonna take we're gonna take a quick break. I think I think that uh, Dante's pooped his pants or something. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? They called me a whore. They actually called me a whore. But Signora Peron, it's an easy mistake. I'm still called an admiral, yet I gave up the sea long on. ago. We back? I think we're back. Are we back? Yeah. Oh shit. Oh god. Get your <laughs> Sean's sitting there. He doesn't even have his mic picked up. So Oops. like, oh yeah, I'm here. That's what happens. All right. Um. So where are we, Dante? Dante, where are we? I don't have any idea. Are you the last thing? Oh, you we're talking said about Open Bazaar. No, oh yeah, yeah, Open Bazaar. That, that's. I think we. I think we finished that. Yeah, I think we finished. But well, still, <laughs> yeah. no, we finished, and then we sidetracked into Lighthouse, and then we sidetracked. Into who There's knows. a lot of cleanup here. Dante, Dante actually shat his pants. We had to like clean up the floor. Yeah, it was yeah, not. Yeah. There was, right, was a right. lot of forgiveness. What's this DNM right. guide thing that you got here to open bazaar? Oh well, I looked up. Uh, I was on the Darknet Market subreddit, right? Um, because they had uh, that's right. You, you spent a lot of time there to like. Uh, <laughs> <figure out laughs> well, lately I've been like checking it just to see like what's going on, right. and Like what people are kind of kind of up to and talking about. They have some guides uh, that, that they were even saying were kind of incomplete when it comes to setting up Open Bazaar. Right. Um, and, you know, I'm kind of like seeing like if they're talking, like some of them are talking about like using Monero more and like there's even like one market that is like just taking Monero and more vendors are accepting it. But Open Bazaar, is, it still seems like it's a pain in the ass to get set up. You ever used Open really Bazaar? No. No, not to you? No. I no. tried downloading it like I when it first not. came out. It was it was just shit. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. You, well, actually, I remember looking over your shoulder and you're looking at Open Bazaar. Right, I was trying and to look at it. There was nothing, yeah, it nothing yeah, yeah. found I nothing, that, nothing ever said, came up. well, why would I ever like look at that? That's yeah, it's, it, was, it was terrible. I can't imagine it's, it's any an better now. It's an early version, though. Yeah, right. Um, but here's, I mean, here's the thing. Much like the, the, the thing with every single one of these projects is that every single fucking project uh, has no users and they continue like marching forward as if they do and everyone like everyone who's not using it gets on Reddit and like applauds them for their accomplishments and uh, they never actually... Try it. <laughs> it's yeah. like storage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one's ever fucking used storage ever in the history of like <laughs> cryptocurrency. Well, maybe the people who you know, invested in the ICOs. No, I bet they've, not. They've never They're used storage. Yeah. <laughs> storage. Storage doesn't work, Dante. You ever tried it? No. You like you like no. everyone else have never tried storage, but storage no, I mean, you, literally you, doesn't work. Yeah, but I you know, here's the weird thing. I, I never had the need. For storage, well, you don't. You're because not. I have you Dropbox don't use. You don't. And I have like look at child Google. pornography a lot. Is that? Oh no, no. <laughs> oh, is that what that's for? That's oh. what I. Well, that's what I only use well, like the Google storage. <laughs> I use all these. That's other you, you things, put it. You, you put know? your. You put your porn in, in yeah. Google storage. Uh, no. No, I well, well, the, because the <laughs> idea is because it is like all storage we use for is for no, so uh, things that you need decentralization. That's for, what I'd like things that like, you need. Like, why would you put something in there that doesn't need censorship? Like, yeah. I can't. 
Well, y- oh yeah, and and it needs to be, you know, you need to be able to shard on it. Yeah, it does. It doesn't really matter what <laughs> you put in there. Sharded. It doesn't really. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you like. Uh, even even what you use storage for though, because it doesn't work. And nobody knows it because no one's ever needed it. So, like, all storage has, because they're paying these, like, network fees and they are, uh, they're, they, they don't have any use, but they have a bunch of, like, these quote-unquote farmers that are actually, like, giving their, you know, storage away to, like, uh, be used by the network. But I don't think that anyone actually has ever really figured out how to, you know, save, save something on the network. Do they do storage on, on IPFS? Uh, I think that is what IPFS is doing. Oh right. well, but what if you did both? Wouldn't it, would that be like redundant? I mean, and I, I, I guess. The same yeah, time? I guess you could uh, to call Sean, give him that idea. The <laughs> <laughs> super, he'll 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 be all over it. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure that if it's good for if it's good for the the storage price, uh, they'll incorporate it. I'm sure they've already considered it and thought about it. Um, but like, j- that, you know how it is. Like all of these, every single ICO, every single one of these, all, like shit coins, they're all like they're all waiting on the next like project to be completed. So like. Open Bazaar was saying that they needed IPFS. Um, I don't think that they're really are, are they storing things on IPFS still? They they might still be. I don't know. Um, but there are these other projects that are like waiting for like Made Safe, which is still you know kind Made of Safe. <laughs> How many years have they been working on Made? Safe? I think Made Safe was pre blockchain. So I think they've oh, been, yeah, I, I think they've been working yeah. on Made Safe like since 2000, 2003, <laughs> 1998. It's, just, it's an old as God, old old project, old as dinosaurs kind of project. And that's I mean that's that's a number of these. By the way, I had a I had a big debate this week on Ripple. Someone was telling me how, how Ripple is like such a great idea, how it's amazing, how wonderful it is. I've been declaring a new thing as the as uh, as the bi- as the one true Bitcoin this week. So like uh, first it was <laughs> b- b- uh, all hail Bitcoin Cash, the, yeah. the one true Bitcoin. <laughs> then it was all hail Bitcoin Gold, the one true Bitcoin. Uh, yesterday was all hail Ripple, the one true Bitcoin. Um, I really I really love Ripple. I'm uh, excited about this project. It is now Bitcoin, I think. Um, but someone comes up and they go like, "Ripple's very useful. It's really." I'm like, "No, it's not. Like, what does it do?" And uh, you know, the, the argument is always, "Well, they have like corporate clients using it, and they get a lot of like they they remove a lot of the friction of like moving money around." It's like, "No, they fucking don't." Ripple's been around since like I think 2004. You can't really find this anywhere mm-hmm. because all of their Wikipedia, everything else has been changed. And it was pre-blockchain. They added blockchain for hype reasons. It was a, it was a great ingredient. They added it. It revitalized the dead project. And uh, and and now they've made a shit ton of money. And someone said they've taken 55 billion ripples and they put them away for like stability. So that's why like these banking partners will use them. And, like I, so I I took a, a screenshot of the ripple price, which is like up and down, up and down, up and down, shot up like 100 percent this week. I'm like this is not what we call stability, my friend. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't. People are really on the ripple hype train this week. Uh, d- if a memory lot, serves me, didn't they walk it back at some point? Didn't they walk back the whole blockchain? They lost. They thing? lost the first like. Uh, oh yeah, Ripple X lost like blocks. a shit ton of history. They, wh- whatever. <laughs> yeah, they they lost like like the first like few. I don't know, time wise, like months or years of like the entire history. Which I can't wait for. Ripple. I can't wait for Ethereum to do when they shart. Yeah. <laughs> they must well, be using yeah. the free version of Slack. You know, it does. It's kind of like Snapchat for projects. You know what I mean? Oh, that's that's like what Ripple is—is is like the free version of Slack. That's, well, that's for, well yeah, no, that's no. True. If you s- uh, Slack, you, it'll only go back like ten thousand messages, yeah. and then it goes boop, and they're gone. Yep, that's and true. If you have a big enough community, then it makes sure that you cannot go ahead and just it's pay completely the fee because <laughs> no, but if you like you have a, th- a, a thousand members in there, right? So it's like seven dollars per month per per, per member. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, yeah, you can have uh, your other messages, the older ones. It's like instant whitewashing. It's just like Snapchat. Yeah. 
it's great feature. Yeah, I, I remember for that for the uh, like the Bitcoin Cork channel, there was actually like a third party service that would record all of that stuff. By the way, yeah, there is. Uh, it's yeah. on. I think it's on GitHub somewhere. Right. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, like Rip, Ripple lost a lot of its like early early day stuff, which I think is hilarious. But it, it, like right now, it's been pumping. And it, what people don't know is like people don't know the history of this stuff. So mm-hmm. like, I'm you know remember that they had that giant fine uh, for the yes. KYC violation. Yep. Um, which is funny because, like, first of all, they're completely centralized. They have very few servers. Um, they're, they, they claim to be on a blockchain, but, like, really, they're just, they're, they're just moving this XRP around. Right. XRP has no function, um, and you still, as a bank, have to net at the end of the day. So it doesn't actually solve any problems. Yeah, yeah. So they get fined. Who, who was it that they sold to? Do you remember? I don't remember. There was some was guy it? that they, like, in no, one of their member banks... Some- no, no, there was like an individual who bought like a whole bunch of, you yeah. know, uh, OTC. Uh, I think it was, I don't know. I, it, I, never mind. I, I, I'm better off not mentioning yeah. the so name and being wrong. So, uh, yeah, he, they're, they're, but yeah, they, they had the, the giant KYC fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but they, they, like the problem with Ripple is it doesn't, like people seem to think that they're, like people have these questions. And, 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 and this is what's funny about blockchain is that like everyone has these questions, these like tinges of misunderstanding where they're like, well, you know, Ripple said this, and it doesn't. I don't understand this part of it. But like, someone smarter than me probably figured that out. But no one did. They never right. fucking figured anything out. So like, in Ripple, just because they have XRP, it doesn't mean that all of a sudden the netting problems are solved. It doesn't. That does. That's not what XRP does. It doesn't net. It, there's like, you still have to move the cash. So it like it blows my mind. Like I'm having these fights on Twitter. Like, well, they have XRP. Like, well, that doesn't matter. That doesn't have any like anything to do with your argument. You think a bank is gonna like take the XRP and then like s- like put it in their bank vaults? They have to like they still have to have the cash like the settlement. Right. So well, there's just I mean it, it's weird that like a lot of new people coming in are like looking at Ripple and and like it's pumping as right. it is and. Uh, it just well, kind of seems like the next thing that's the Japanese apparently are like going gaga over Ripple right now, which is like the Japanese. One of the, yeah, like oh god, like, I've heard uh, that for a while that, that like that there's something going on in Japan. I've heard this for like about seven months mm-hmm. that like there's been a lot of like uh, sort of Ripple rhetoric going on in Japan. I don't know why, I can't understand it, but apparently there's you know we've seen this like regional like coin love shit, uh, bit bit thumb. Um, in in South Korea seems to be like driving a huge amount of like the the like Asian. Uh, the Asian markets right now, which is like incredible. They add something and it pumps. Yeah. The other thing is this week with like, did you notice how like again we had this like coordinated like downfall of all of the currencies all at once? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it, it was locked. It feels way too fucking coordinated to me. And and what really blows my mind and really kind of like bothers me is that like Bitcoin as sort of the exit mechanism for a lot of these currencies doesn't go up as they all go down. I would I would think that something like that would happen. Weird. It's it's also weird that they all kind of came back. At the same time, but that, that always happens. There's, I, I don't know, like I, like I think, uh, I think a lot of traders would tell you that like the first thing you look at in trading is conspiracies, um, and you look for the conspiracies. But like it, it, I'm, it's, it seemed to happen so consistently here that I, like I don't understand why all of these shit coins and all like all of the market here in the in the crypto space is completely like coordinated. It's like one person is dumping everything all at once, and that that really that weirds me out. Yeah. Well, how, how you know, with, with, with all of that, how close, by the way, was any of that to 
Charlie Lee dumping all of his Litecoin. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. You said conspiracies, so I figured I had a try I, I, to pull, I doubt it. I pull doubt one out of my ass. I doubt it's related, but I like I like that one. I like well, where I your mind. I like where your mind's going. Uh, did you this this Goldfinger attack thing? I liked this a lot. This guy. I saw it these made, guys. It made perfect I sense. I don't know who Matt uh, Corey is, but he was tweeting a few uh, just some uh, ideas, like talking about how the futures market and like how. Like maybe some ideas in terms of uh, what 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 could happen, um, and he describes uh, like an attack vector called the Goldfinger attack. I, I I have no idea. I don't know anything about this aside from what he tweeted out. Right. But he kind of makes a thing of like if a um, a mature future market arises in which a miner can take a significant short position on on Bitcoin's rate, um, then a gold uh, Goldfinger style attack might be pos- directly profitable. So essentially, like a miner. Um, I, I don't know, like like performing an attack and and taking a position out on the futures market on on the, on the price of Bitcoin. Right. I'd, I'd I'd like to see the math on that because I'm not I don't know exactly how it works, but like it. I mean, it, it would not surprise me if when you have like a new financial asset that's introduced, mm-hmm. if there is some sort of like perverse incentive for like people, you know, like the the, the miners who are, uh, you know, processing transactions. So like that's that that is interesting at the very least. The the funniest thing this week though I thought was the IOTA time machine scandal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this was so crazy. Like, because you 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 because uh, Peter Todd tweeted it. Right, out. Peter Todd was like trying to. They they were challenging him to a debate. Uh huh. And uh, I don't know what the debate was on. What was it specifically like? I, I don't I don't know the specifics, but I think it may have it has to do probably like with Tangle. Oh or no, I, I think like I think that they were uh, moved off of like the MIT's oh, something or other. This, uh, some MIT organization was like analyzing them, and right. I don't think they did like a great job of like uh, disc- like picking IOTA apart. Okay, so and like, I think, so like the guy I think that's where the criticism. Was so then I think Peter yeah. Todd got them removed from that board, yeah, or that that document, whatever it was, and uh, he challenged Peter Todd to a debate. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Peter Todd refused on the basis that the guy <laughs> claims <laughs> that he has invented a time machine <laughs> and has gone back in time and uh, changed history uh, all the way back into the 80s. And I think that he even said that they're con- you were reading a little bit more. Oh my he God. says their consensus so mechanism is, is in part based on the power given s- to us by the pyramids. So this in guy, Egypt. yeah. So this guy's Which name is, I think is reasonable. I think if Satoshi like were here, he'd be like, yes, that was the missing that was the missing part of the algorithm. Yeah. Well, so this guy is uh, is Sergey Ivan Cheglo, right. and he goes by the name Come From Beyond. That makes sense. And uh, come dash from dash beyond dot com is his, his website, and he has all of these points about like it's it's just it's it's. Fucking ridiculous! What, I, what I think is funny is that so many like so many Bitcoiners are not so schizophrenic types. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what's going to happen when they like now? Now a lot of those people are really wealthy. I can't. <laughs> I, I've been thinking about what's <laughs> going to happen when they start spending. It's going to be really people. funny. What are they going to spend it on? I mean, after they buy like the first Lambo, I mean, I mean they're going to. They like, do I don't that? think I don't think those people buy Lambos. I think they're going to like buy like underground bunkers and like build houses on, in the sea and like. They're gonna do like Peter I, Thiel, like I, you know, live like in the steady ocean shit. <laughs> you know, I tell you what, if I, I if I were fortunate enough to be one of those people, uh, you know, that were like to the moon wealthy or whatever, I think I would buy one of those uh, missile silos. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't want to say underground I think, bunker. I think you they can do that now, Dante. I think I they're know, cheap. No, but I don't know how cheap they. are. I they think they're like thirty thousand bucks. No one yeah, wants them. Yeah, but then you have to do all the interior decorating. 
You is, that, get, is that what you're worried about? You don't want to like... You yeah, you got to... You're, you're afraid you have of to get decorating your, do your silo? Have, do they have built-in plumbing? Do they have city water or, or is it like you have to build You might well, have to get your own well, well, but you're, you're already pretty deep. You know, I mean, yeah. You're, you're halfway deep. to the water, so you're good. <laughs> yeah, you're almost there. Just like blow a hole in the side of your wall, you're good. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you spring a leak. <laughs> oh, my God. But um, yeah, so what else? leagues under the so, sea or whatever. Uh, he, this guy also has a quote. That is obviously not from Satoshi, but he puts it as like this is this is a quote from Satoshi. Uh, the moment I met, come from beyond, I felt the divine touch on my shoulder. It was as if a fog had been lifted over the unknown. I knew what I had to do. The very next day, I started my work on Bitcoin. I mean, this has to be a joke. <laughs> I'm telling you, this, I, I it's so funny. It seems like it really is like uh, it, it's it's a joke. I, it's it looks it's it's so it's so out there that like I think that uh, that has to be a joke. He talks no, about intergalactic non-disclosure agreements and like. Having involvement uh, with like giving uh, NASA the first Voyager. I mean, that's funny as like, fuck. I, I, I don't like this guy is literally like I, I have a time machine and I've I, I I've had a huge influence on history and like all this other crazy shit and it's all related to my Tangle uh, IOTA project. You think that he would, he'd be better at explaining it if he could go back in history and explain it? Yeah, and, and try <laughs> out like, different methods. This is what you call a prequel. What is? It's a prequel. I want to get him on because, like, I, if Peter Todd doesn't want to debate this guy, I'd like to talk to him. Yeah, I'm we'll just see, thinking we'll see if we can get him on. I'm thinking it's a prequel to the Blockchain Jesus white paper. What is this? This whole crazy. It story. could very well be. It's like you it sounds. I mean? It's very. It's very stupid. It's tied in. Somehow. I mean, if if this is a joke, it's the funniest joke I've ever heard. It's very very funny. Yeah. So I don't know, but I mean, you you definitely have a crazy founder. This well, maybe he says he founded NXT as well, right? Isn't that yeah? That makes sense. Maybe he's the one that gave us two the potato. Maybe. Because <laughs> that was that was out of the NXT hack. So um but he oh his Twitter handle is twitter.com slash C underscore underscore F underscore underscore B. Yeah. I like that. The come from beyond. I like this guy. He's he's the right kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I want to know if we're going to talk about Chuck E. Cheese tonight. Right. I don't. Oh, well, yeah, we can. That the uh, they're they're Did issuing you see non this? tokens. This was well, well, this, yeah. This was like a fake story, though. I think. Th well, just the guy I, selling bitcoins, like the Chuck E. Cheese tokens as bitcoins on the streets of New York. I love like, this. It's so it funny. Made like a million dollars. Yeah. Very smart. Right. I, I right. And, and then all at the same time, Chuck E. Cheese. That guy fucking deserves every penny he had. But That's what I think. They're doing away with your tokens. They they're getting rid of tokens, and they're going to. They're going to uh, do an ICO. No, they're going to use cards. They're going to use. <laughs> I, uh, I think I like I like I really like the idea of, of Chuck E. Cheese doing an ICO to sell their tokens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be funny as hell. Except I think you get real tokens. Yeah. Right. I, I think this was like a like a like an onion type site because it's called Hustlers.com where the story originated. Right. But like everyone was kind of talking about it. Like I don't I don't think a lot I think a lot of Bitcoiners thought it was real. Like he actually yeah, did course. this, and I don't know. Like I was, yeah. I was even kind of like, I don't, I don't. Well, we had the guy down here. I mean, it's not that far from real. Do you remember the guy down here who got? Uh, I think it was picked up by the, the FBI for the chocolate? chocolate bitcoins. Oh, what yeah. do you mean? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. He got well, picked up. It, well, he that? was, he was like questioned about this. He had the chocolate Why? bitcoin. I thought he was. Are, are they are they collectible? I kind of remember. This. I mean, what's not a yeah. collectible? Beanie Babies are collectibles. No, chocolate I'm, I'm just asking. You're really on the collectible train. Now. You're like you yeah. like you're like yeah, yeah. you're like trying to collect Bitcoin shit. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 wait, but are these chocolate Bitcoins? Are they collectible? Probably. I mean, if you collect them, well, I mean, don't, I do. You can't. Is there a you demand? can't. Nothing. Nothing is collectible for five or ten years. No, you can't know. I, if I took some of my chocolate Bitcoin. I like that he's black. And put he's them, a black guy, so that's great. <laughs> yeah, but if I put them, <laughs> if I put them on Open Bazaar, could I? Could I sell some of my chocolate Bitcoin on Open Bazaar? I'm sure that you could. I don't. I don't think that makes it a collectible. Though. I think I, I could probably sell a turd on Open Bazaar. Well, do you have any? I have turds. Yes. No, I meant <laughs> the, the chocolate Bitcoins. Uh, you have none. I don't want any. <laughs> but if you did, where would you get them? 
I'd get them from Dante's Open Bazaar's chocolate Bitcoin exactly. store. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, supply and demand. I, I don't remember what happened, but like I thought, I thought that there was something where he happened where he like he, either was uh, questioned or like like threatened arrest or something like, or he was going through airport customs. It was it was something really funny. That, that yeah yeah could have been something like. Oh that. my god! But okay, so Pantera has released their returns for this quarter. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is they're saying that since 2013 uh, they've made 25 thousand percent. Yeah, on, that's probably true. But like yeah. that's like that's that's the funniest claim to make. But here's the thing: Pantera didn't really say they were starting the hedge fund until this past year. Right? They just they just claimed it. They now just it's a hedge claimed fund. Yeah. which is before they were a venture capital fund. But before like. The returns were are just from the Bitcoin. Let me give you a five for that one. That's but, but like my point is, they've been yeah. around for a while investing in Bitcoin companies that have all probably yeah, well, failed. So they, they, they were doing fifty percent. That's Bitcoin. how they got their returns. They were doing fifty percent Bitcoin, fifty percent uh, Bitcoin companies. Yeah, I think they might have gotten some returns <laughs> from their companies though, because like they invested a lot in exchanges, which incidentally oh, now yeah. that Bitcoin's pamping, uh, have made them probably just a shit ton of money. Yeah. So that's I I don't like them particularly, mm-hmm. but I, I I bet they've made just a God awful large amount of money right now. Yeah. Not not because well, they did anything other than like, you know, be stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, holding Bitcoin and I guess within the past year, if you if they put a lot of money in a lot of these other things, they've, of course they made a shit ton of returns. Oh yeah, dude. It was just a funny article because like they were talking about normal hedge funds and like one of the best hedge funds made like <laughs> I, I think like maybe twenty percent in a year. Like that was like what did you, what did, what is the pam, <laughs> what is the pam and pam fund on this year? Um, well, do we it, know? Do we want to evaluate in dollars or in Bitcoin? In dollars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like for what we put in, it's yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll we'll go nice. over it later. Nice, nice. I can't uh, wait till our taxes. We have, we have some pretty sick gains. Are you gonna are you are you gonna like <laughs> do I get a prospectus or like what's uh? uh I don't know what that is, but uh, maybe. We might we might we might uh, maybe we'll draft something up. I don't know. <laughs> a, 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 a prospectus is it's similar to a suppository. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, so I know, you know, I know how to work with those. So yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man, the, the Pampa Pamp is as official as a thing that you've ever done. I feel like uh, you know, it's it's almost like like you don't even have a job for real. Right. That's that's all I do. So like, it's it's just the uh, there's just you know shit shit ICOs. Yeah. And they've all they've all. I gotta say all, though, I actually like, yeah. well done. I think I think the Monaco. Uh, is one of my favorite ICOs that you've invested in. Mm. What's that at now? Um, I don't know. It, I think it was like $16, $17. What's funny Everything, is everything's been going up and down. ICOs have kind of like fucking died. Like we're not hearing as much about it anymore. Like that was like a weird, well, like that was a weird three weeks. Well, <laughs> when I when I got when I got lazy and stopped putting anything at these things, like that's kind of when like the price was not, it wasn't, it wasn't pumping that did hard. We, did we pump because we held our Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's but that was like the better decision. Yeah, that was a good good job. Um, it, it, but, Sean's but, too lazy to have like invest in the fu- ICOs. So but, who, like but who fucking knows what's going to happen in the next that's year? A, that's a good point. Think about Veritasium and him losing I'm his lead you. dev. I'm picturing then, you right now. I, I don't know. I'm pic- it wouldn't matter. But it keeps going up. Like I don't. When, when are we going to announce like the speaking? Four? When are we going to announce the fork we're doing? Ethereum Plus? No, Bitcoin Hodl. Oh, you can announce it anytime you want. You're the one in charge of it. So you're your devs. Let's wait a little while. I don't want. I'm picturing Sean that you're like making this speech in your underwear in front of a bunch of bankers at like the American Banker Conference. Yeah. That's my goal next year is to get you there. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll I, talk about our, our as, sick gains as the head of the Pamp and Pamp Hedge Fund. And I like want five thousand percent. I'll give you a bunch of words you have to say. Like sick gains is one of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, like thousand percent returns. Just like talk a lot, like Pamp and Pampy it, and and talk about how it's exclusive. None of them can get in, and then just walk off stage and leave. Yeah, you're gonna have like a cadre of people like Drop chasing the mic. you. 
Yeah, <laughs> drop them. It'll be amazing. Just like be like, this is the it's the most exclusive hedge fund in the world. Only a few people are able to be in it. Yeah. So, um, okay. <laughs> so I, I put up a poll this week asking when the next Ethereum hack would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next day, Ether Delta was hacked. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Somebody won so the poll. <laughs> I guess. Well, uh, is it a poll? It's or a good. Poll? It's a good. It's we're, a good we're, like de- we're debating. We don't know. Yeah. We don't. We didn't really like. We didn't really come up with rules for it. So it's like it's yeah. like the questions like the insurance company's asking: Did the country go bankrupt? Do I pay out on these like uh, d- like these? Uh, credit defaults, right? Because like I have, I have no idea. Is this is does this constitute an Ethereum hack? Because Ethereum has all these like contracts that are fucking tied into their blockchain, and they're usually compromised because someone wrote shitty like computer code. Um, in this case, Ether Delta is the exchange, right? Uh, like yeah, they're yeah. They're, 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 it's, they're it's the Reggie Middleton. Ex- the re- it's the only place we can sell our Veritasium. Yeah, yeah. So like <laughs> there there is some useful <laughs> function to it. <laughs> um, but well, yeah, like well, it's been it's been it's been like the 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 decks, I guess. So uh, I guess for, I guess for, all these, I for anyone who's actually yeah. made it this far, while well, I apologize, um, you put in the, the the comments as to whether you think that like this is an Ethereum hack or not. Yeah. Um, this one probably, in my opinion, is probably the least like the other hacks. Uh, it doesn't like freeze a shit ton of funds. Not not like the parody hack, and it's not as funny as the DAO hack. Um, but it's it's still you know it's still caused by the same inadvisable bullshit. Yeah, it's like the, the like the Turing complete smart contract stuff. And here, we're, like we're just speaking of like we're we're talking about like like Turing complete smart contracts. Like earlier in the show, we're talking about counterparty. I think that that like represents exactly how you ought to be doing like these smart contracts, right? Either you have on chain smart contracts like unlock time verify, um, or you have uh, sort of like the off chain stuff with like these uh, indexing servers. And I think that's how you, would, uh, in my opinion, that's how you should do. Like that's how you ought to do blockchain uh, apps. That makes a lot more sense to me. That said, like it is given to these like high fees that like Bitcoin's subject to. So right. maybe maybe blockchain apps are stupid. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I wonder that a lot. Smart <laughs> like, are we are we are there, is, there, uh, is like there gonna be like no like well, good apps and everyone's just like holds Bitcoin. Smart. Lightning like, Network no smart contract. Lightning Network's yeah. a fucking smart contract. I mean, like it's it's literal. You're literally opening up channels and you're moving. You're agreeing. You're just you're 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 netting. That's all you're doing. Right. But and you, you can just de- declare that code is law on the Lightning Network that of your choosing. Well, that that literally is true, and that's the beauty of Lightning Network, and it's the beauty of of Bitcoin being a a bear asset. Is that the code really actually is law on Bitcoin? Um, or at least it's, it's proven to be, and uh, and the court can compel you to do whatever. But in as as we've seen with Big Vern, the court can take your house but not your Bitcoin. So yeah. uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> well, or or in, or in his case, I guess they they could take your wife's house but not your Bitcoin. Which, by the way, <laughs> uh, you were talking we're talking a lot about like, the noobs coming in, and you're here. You said that you you've been hearing more and more about like like do use d- cases for Bitcoin in terms of like husbands hiding money from like, yeah. their wives and divorce yeah. and shit. Yeah. Do you know Do you know where they're just hilarious? Maybe you know you know how like you can't have like uh, Florida houses taken away. That's like the one thing they can't take. Yeah, because of homestead. I think if you, if you own you only if you have homesteading, right? If you is, own so, a, so an is investment that, house, so is that a blockchain? Well, the the homesteaded, <laughs> yeah, no, the the homesteaded houses are, yeah, the, but the other ones, the other ones are off chain, off chain, yeah, they're off chain transactions. Yeah, so, so if you own like ten homes and only one is homesteaded, is Telegram doing a blockchain? Is that is that yes, true? They are. That's what no. I know. They made an announcement that they're gonna have their own, like like not even like an ICO token. On no, like, they said they said their own blockchain. They said their own um, blockchain, which is, it seems like they were gonna do something at some point. But the funny quote uh, from the the guy that runs it is like he said like. Literally, like right now, the entire blockchain of cryptocurrency community just switched to Telegram, which is 
true because everybody's on Telegram in these. But chats, we didn't like, do it. We didn't do it for that reason. <laughs> well, no, I know, but like, like they've been following this for a while. Like, I mean, like Telegram's like knows like how active like all of this. I mean, I would I would assume they have a good idea of like how active like the space is. Oh and yeah, they were like, yeah. we got to do something. So they're they're gonna do their own their own Telegram. Uh, so what would the proof of work be if it's proof of work? Would it be like how many times you type on the on the keyboard or something? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think that. Uh, my guess is like. Here's the thing. Like nowadays, I've, I've learned. I've learned that the word blockchain at this point has come to mean, um, just like a Merkleized uh, series of something. Like right. Something is Merkleized. But what, like, if they did their own, I mean, I'm being something totally is Mer- hypothetical. Like it's, it's a blockchain. Something is Merkleized. Something is hashed. Blockchain. Like, I don't right. Like right. So what? What <laughs> yeah. on earth would a Telegram blockchain even? They're probably just going to continue operating Telegram yeah. in exactly the, the same, same way. way you know. I thought I read somewhere that they were thinking like maybe having either like third-party support or something like more integrations with like with Bitcoin payments. That's fine. In Telegram, That's but fine. like, but I don't, don't they know have why that they have already? Their own blockchain. Haven't they had that for a long time? I mean, where they, you can build you bots. Can, yeah, like a bot, but it was like a. Kind of like uh, you could send Bitcoin or what have you, like a, like a, so like a built-in I, wallet. I, I, yeah, they, they can have. Uh, like someone built a, a Telegram Bitcoin bot. I don't know. Yeah, I've but never it, seen really anyone the, use but, it. To but be but no one's ever no. really had like a really like useful bot that I see. Yeah, because chat. I mean, who needs so, that? Yeah. What's funny to me is like, what is it? What is it in China that they use? Like Weibo or whatever? Oh, Booby Booby. Is it like uh, or Japan? Well, well, there's it's QQ Wemo, and like WeChat or whatever. WeChat. That's it. But it, and uh, that one like has I- like Bitcoin or I think that they have payments integrated in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, there's been discussion of them like integrating like Bitcoin. I think I think that's a chat platform that like Roger Veer was trying to like pretend was gonna use Bitcoin if like you know fees were kept low. So wait, so here's what's funny: if if Telegram is going to do something like what you're describing, <coughs> isn't that like um, similar to what that Get Gems that you know forked Telegram and they <laughs> made it pink yeah. and they came up with some kind of a token and well like nobody I ever used there's it there's all these like weird implementations because like that was more on the like because like that was like a skin that allowed you to like yeah. on, on the client side essentially to like i'll, I'll get gems did is they, they literally were telegram they yeah, were like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but imagine yeah. imagine like me like bringing up you on telegram and just as i can call you now right right i, I could literally like hit you know send I, but 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 then that means like send there's, me money. there's there's a wallet attached to my account uh, you know, I don't know how it w- that would work, but so quick. Uh, so, so, so Ripple's been tam- p- pamping this mo- this week. Mm-hmm. You think Stellar's gonna pamp? It seems. Yeah, I think Stellar's gonna pamp. I think, I think it's gonna it's gonna pamp because the, all these people are, are getting into Ripple. Ripple's pamping. Jed McCaleb p- pamped that project from he, he like pamps the blockchain. And he he's he's he on the Stellar away. project now. Yeah. Um, a lot of people look at this shit, and I don't know. Wh- it's that weird, like it's under a dollar, so I want to buy it type of thing. Right. And that was where Ripple was at, and Stellar's currently at like twenty five cents or something. So like you can see that like Stellar is going to be the so next. Your analysis are like like people are really stupid. So you think Stellar is yeah, pay and some of these idiots that I know are buying Ripple are also really into Stellar, like and I can't. I love talking <laughs> to people. Like, what do you think Ripple does? It's right. like so funny to me that like nobody, like it's 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 a noob thing now. They're they're back. Like they left for a while. They like they came here. They got educated. I don't know what happened, but like the noobs are all back. Yeah, they uh, they're back in full force, and they're telling me what like consensus mechanisms are and all sorts of shit. Yeah. Uh, All right, it's weird. I don't know. What's this documentary you found? So I was like on I was on Netflix, uh, and I was you know I was, I was like stoned out of my mind the other day, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I saw this thing on sex trafficking. I was like, oh, that might be interesting. It's called I Am Jane Doe, and I I, I like 
Maybe I should sit down and actually try to watch it, but I, I can only <laughs> watch the first 10 minutes. It, it's a giant, like, anti-back page documentary. Oh, that's interesting. It's talking about, like, underage girls getting sold and trafficked on Backpage, and they're it's just they're talking like about like the, like this is the worst Man. website in the world. This is Bitcoiners, a dangerous thing. Bitcoiners know so much more about that than like. And I was else. like, we we all like have been talking about this for a while, and like like now people are gonna like hear about Backpage yeah. for the first time as like this terrible platform, and it's like. Like we've known you, you've done it. I've shown people Backpage before. You've shown people Backpage. Yeah. Not that you ever seen Backpage. No, I've heard of it, but I've, never <laughs> I've shown it. people Backpage. I show yeah. people it all the time because it's so funny. Yeah, like it's it's right there, but nobody knows. It seems like it seems to know it exists. Yeah, um, and well, everyone's kind of baffled. But, but it's I think I think Florida Florida people know because like I remember I remember watching like a Florida documentary a few years ago or like a mini documentary where they were showing like Florida people yeah. and like there was a guy and like he was talking about like yeah man all these all these girls all the girls in Florida on Backpage like yeah. he was like saying like <laughs> like they all are. <laughs> It's true, and uh, but like you know, not to not, not to go into like the libertarian shit, but like most of these women, as we found out, like they're not they're not like being trafficked. Like they they they're they're, they're I willingly mean, there. It's it's difficult to know because like I I I don't know, but right. at the same time, like I I don't know, like they they well, from the stories I've heard from the people I've talked to mm-hmm. in on back pages, they are not like these are not trafficked victims. Right, they're they're women who are deciding to Th- do it on their own. There might be traffic victims. There may be underage girls there, but the majority is not. It's not that, and a lot of these women. Um, it would actually be really interesting to go talk to these people uh, that are that, that do this documentary, like do some journalism there. Yeah. See, this is another place where journalists need to go because it's extremely offensive to me that like people would just be able to say these things without like actually having them evaluated. Like, yeah. is is back pages actually where like traffickers are going? I don't know. That's a it's a hard discussion, but like honestly, it's it's like it, it to me it seems like that's a really simple thing for somebody to claim, but I don't see the evidence. And and it seems like the kind of thing that people would claim without like actually providing any evidence. Yeah, right. wouldn't they more likely just use Craig's Craigslist? Well, I, I guess <laughs> I don't know. Like, well, know. it's also it's also like like what what is trafficking? Because when we see a lot of the stuff going on right now with all of these like sexual assault like you know things, we, we've talked a lot about like sometimes people, I guess like women can retroactively decide that a man like assaulted her or or did something. Well, to I don't her. think that there's anyone retroactively deciding they were trafficked, right? Well, but like maybe they maybe they maybe they try to say like they were like coerced into doing that. Sure, and it like it was more like hey like like. If you're if you're just aggressively being sold something or sold into like a job, well, I'm like does that mean that you were like, right. like so did they put a gun to your head or I'll was it more you, like, like I'm, I'm, I don't know? I'm literally going through right now and looking at like I think there's like two thousand people that have been convicted of trafficking in the last couple of years. Okay, I'm going through that and just seeing what some of them have done. I want to actually read these cases and see like what what the arguments were and like what these people actually did because I'm I'm very curious about it. We've had this discussion a couple times at like uh, meetup groups and stuff like that. Where like what what is it that uh, like constitutes trafficking? I think that's a really like interesting question because like based on that documentary like footage you showed me, it seems to me like they're just talking about backpage girls. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 what I do remember is um, we had people that were coming to uh, meetups a long time ago, and they were like, "I gotta get you know, I gotta have Bitcoin." Tell me how to do it. You know, oh, yeah, it there like, were those. They're always like, prostitutes. No, 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 but this was not. <laughs> this, I think this was like a, a driver or somebody like that. Oh, we've had and drivers that, yeah, I remember those. There was like the I remember real that. urgency, yeah. you know, and, and it's like, well, you, you know, nobody is going to be able to explain all of this to you in like under, you know, two minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I need to know now. Just tell me how this works. Right. It's like, oh, boy. And but he was like, he, you know, I don't want to say desperate, but yeah, kind of desperate, like he needed it because right. 
Apparently, what I guess they had stopped taking credit cards, and he was tied in in some way. Oh, I remember. I know uh, the, the, the when, the, when Backpage stopped taking credit cards and and uh, you know uh, stopped processing transactions right. that way, like because uh, remember that was that was a boon. That was like to me that marks like the beginning of the end for uh, like Bitcoin's early era. That's like to me that's like the delineation point. That's where like. That you know, on, on, depending on which side you were on, before that or after that, that was for me like just a really, because I remember getting you know we got calls from people like these women would would call in and be like, how the fuck do I use this? It was like the, it was yeah. I, I don't know what you call it the onboarding, you know. Well, that's mm. that's when Paxful Paxful you know, became a thing, yeah. And, like there was the video right, of like right. people like the Paxful guys trying to help the like. More, do you know why Paxful ended up becoming the thing? By the way, like how they so like how they how they ended up being the choice for all these women to call. Why? Because they're the first listing in the Wikipedia on uh, Bitcoin <laughs> on the Bitcoin site. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they were like the first wallet. Yeah, they were the first. They were the first one listed <laughs> as like this is what you should do. You know, like here's here's some companies you can like use for you know trading locally. Right. Paxful was listed first, so <laughs> that was how that ended up happening. That's hilarious. Uh huh. Wow. Well, it, it's definitely I think a. For 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 certain hey, this Bitcoiners, is, this is way. It's a, you know what? They, they, you know where they met? They met at they met at BitDevs in New really? York, by the way. Yeah. Huh. So like the Paxful project is actually a really cool history. Way. Yeah. Big muscle. Way. Yeah. Because you, 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 yeah. You ever seen you, you know those guys? Yeah. Yeah. you with my breasts. And then, and then the whole Miami Beach thing where they were. Oh God, that was the funniest yeah. thing I've ever heard. Oh my <laughs> God. No, I had no idea who you were trying to Holy imitate shit. there. <laughs> you never heard Ray then. No. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, maybe like I've, I've, I've done this voice many. I've done this voice many times. So. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. We got to go because we have some yeah, stuff yeah, we, we got to do. So yeah. stuff to do. Um, to see. Anything else, D- Sh- D- Sean? Where can they find you? They can find me naked on Cam Four. And no one uh, has ever done you? that though, have they? Is it? I don't think they've. I don't think they've tried. I've, I've really, I really. What I think about what someone the other day said to me is, "Is Sean really a Cam boy?" I'm like, he tells you where you can find him every show. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody really wants to to, to know if it's well. True. You can. People don't want to verify. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna verify it for them. So like, right? They can run. They can run a full note and they can relay that transaction themselves. Exactly. Dante, where can people find you? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, Florida Bitcoin. All right. Uh, Telegram, Telegram, yeah. Wherever. You on the Telegram me. blockchain. Yeah, I'm on the blockchain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Under and Florida Bitcoin. And this is John Seth, and uh, you can find me on Telegram as John Seth, on Twitter as John Seth. Um, I don't want to be your friend, so don't friend me on Facebook. Uh, but I will talk to you on Twitter or Telegram. I'm pretty good yeah, about that. Yeah, and actually. you know what else? I mean, you know, you can go to the episode on SoundCloud. Oh yeah, and we you love can comments. Make comments. Yeah. And if Come and if, on, guys. And if you've mean, made it, it's and like if, a forum. And if you've made it this far, I'm sure that the regret is setting in, and that you are feeling terrible and sad, and your face is drooping with lugu- right. lugubriousness. I love it um, when they tell us how shitty we are. Yeah, that's great. great. So great. go over to iTunes, mark us a, a, a one star. That if too. you can yeah, give us yeah. zero, do it. Uh, but we would love to be the lowest rated podcast, ro- lowest we rated, are. most listened to podcast yeah. in the world. That would be excellent. Tell them how terrible it is. Don't listen anymore. This is John's chunking up the deuce of the South. The mass is ending. Go in peace. St. Catherine, pray for us. Sasha News.